This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. episode number 62. Um, this week we have a interesting concept, one that I came up with last week when I realized I didn't really want to talk about the two New Japan Corrigans. I just Now, they ended up being one really good match we could have talked about, but unfortunately, you know, um, usually cor- the Corrigans don't make for a good episode. So instead, in a more wacky concept, I thought it might be fun to rate a decade of WWE by year. So the basic general idea here is the you know we're going to use our, mostly our nostalgia. I don't think anyone did anyone do a lot of rewatching for this. I didn't do any rewatching. So I watched like four matches this weekend. <laughs> I went on Wikipedia for a spell. Okay, well I I mean I did that too, but I didn't rewatch. My point is like what I um, like the Noah nostalgia episode. I rewatched like tons of shit. And here it's like I just didn't rewatch any anything, but I think I have it pretty uh, committed to memory. So the basic idea is we're gonna go through years of WWE and, and basically give them a rating, like a one to five rating, and 
try to basically, you know, sum up our feelings on the year, whether the year holds up, um, you know, whether we think it's something worth your time to revisit through the WWE Network, or whether we think a year is actually kind of crap. Um, and we're going to start like in 1996 and then work our way through 2006, and that'll be about where we end it. And it's pretty much the transformation, I think, through the Attitude Era into what starts to become more like modern WWE. But both my guests this week are both returning guests. Um, why don't we start with you, Alex? Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Alex. Uh, you might remember me from my uh, dominating initial fantasy draft win. Um, I'm on Twitter at Alex Wendland and uh, just published a uh, an article I'm actually pretty proud of on Voices of Wrestling about uh, the NWA and uh, what's going on with that following All In. All right. And the other guest here is Lawson. Hello, Lawson. Hey, man. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. So you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I do the match of the month uh, at Voices of Wrestling. <laughs> And I uh, have a podcast I do with my friend, Benel Jermosen, called Talking Smart. And there's also a new podcast we do called Talking Naruto, which is we we, we, uh, we watch Naruto and see if it gets us even more angry than it did the first time. So, uh, so, so you know, I don't know if you should be plugging that because I've heard that lately people are not taking too kind to anime podcasts. Oh, I saw it. Was that because of the Sailor Moon thing? Is that the... <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it's okay because Naruto isn't for girls, so... Of course, yeah. It's super manly with all the 12 yeah. ninja stuff. Um, but yes, so Lawson here is also returning guest. You're both returning guests. I don't, Lawson, what were you on this year? You're on, like, the match of the year thing, I think. Yes, and I think you're on like some other awards thing too. Uh, we did New Japan Year Interview. We did Match of the Year, and we I did the draft of the women. Oh yeah, you were on a draft. I completely forgot. Yeah, I was so many, that. On, so many people are on so many drafts. I keep track of everybody, but I remember Alex because he never shuts up about how good his draft was. But <laughs> he's the only person to beat me in a draft. Uh huh. I'm too also old. fantasy hockey and also fire pro. That's true. But I'm two and one in fantasy drafts. Alex has the only gave my only L. Which one was uh, the majority? I think. Huh? Which draft won the majority of votes? Not even. Yeah, I think he won the majority. His draft was the it was the WWE New Japan men's. Right. So you were WWE New Japan women's, which I won. Yes. And uh, the other one I won was the uh, fuck the Jap like. What the what the hell was the other one I won? Japanese Indies, right? Was it Japanese Indies? I mean, even, yeah, I guess so. I don't know how, I don't know how the fuck I won that though, but sure. I guess if my people liked my probably DDT heavy card, but who knows? And then the one I didn't participate in was the U.S. Indies one, um, which I believe I think Okan won that one because he had a very meme heavy card. Mm. But yes, yeah, so if you're if you're missing the drafts, folks, they're coming back next week. Get the Lucha draft. Ooh. So that's oh. next week. But yes, in the meantime, though, we're here to rate some WWE. Mm. So we're going to start out in 1996, a, a really weird year. I mean, I've watched, I went, I've not recently, but I, I did go back and watch this like probably like 10 years ago or something. And it's, you know, it's a very weird year because it both like you can tell they're, they're trying to slowly start the transition into the Attitude Era. Like, there's elements here 
where they're like trying to be more realistic and trying to be less like cartoony. Um, and at the same time, you also have like gold dust <laughs> and like, you know, um, the, I don't know what else is really cartoony about 96. <laughs> like, is this is a year where like, um, I don't know. Mankind is in full mankind. Yeah, mankind's like full, but like he very quickly like the origin story is very ridiculous. It's about like a piano prodigy who has like a the fucking cover like slammed on his hand because he could never live up to his mother's standards or something. But like <laughs> immediately, none of that matters, and all it's about is just how he wants to beat the shit out of the Undertaker, and it's a great little like mini thing of how the year. You know how they were WWF was trending at the time. Now, yeah, in, in the same year, you've got the first buried alive match, and you've got um, uh, blood from a stone. Like that's <laughs> that's the same year. <laughs> I mean, how much you like this year, I think, will depend on first of all if you're one of the people that like Shawn Michaels or not, mm. because his title reign obviously has a lot of uh, a lot of matches that are well regarded. If you're a Shawn Michaels fan, which I am, full disclosure, I know that's. Becoming a hotter take lately. I've seen a lot of more like Shawn Michaels hate. Um, but I, I will say I, I like him a lot more in this run than I do in his uh, like return run. That's where I thought he got like really, I guess, corny would be the word. Here he's still got like the edge to him. And you know, that helps him uh, also. Also, before we go any further, I realize I screwed up. Uh, the Blood from a Stone is 1997. So, wow. save Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 96, it's a, you know, it's like, here's the thick part where to me, Raw, like if you try to watch Raw, it's still pretty not very good. Like if you try to watch Weekly Raw, I feel like that's not, still not a good year for that. But the pay-per-view stuff, and especially like you have, you have Shawn Michaels with his title reign, you have Bret Hart's return and the feud with Stone Cold, which you get a really good match out of its Survivor Series. Um I'm pretty. I think this year kind pretty much holds up, especially if you only watch the pay per views. It's not like a classic year or anything, but it's a good solid year. Yeah, I think this is um, a uh, kind of a landmark year for uh, for WWE or WWF as it was. Um, they uh, like you said, they went back into the realism and. Um, the, the Shawn Michaels match run was uh, incredible, but it's also the beginning of Austin 316, yeah. uh, which happened in uh, my right here in Milwaukee in my favorite building, uh, the formerly the Mecca, now the UW Milwaukee Panther Arena. Um, and that, I mean, that just lit the fuse on both the great things that were to come and the mess that we'll talk about later on. Mm. Um, but yes, so I, I pretty much agree. And I think it's like, it's a very, it's a very weird year, but it's also like a very, um, there's a lot of like good stuff to it too. It's just really hard to, like, it's hard for me to rate it. Like I really went back and forth on my rating for this year because there's so much that I remember really well, pretty much the entire Shawn Michaels reign. But like, this is the year where like the, the like mid card and lower card, of these pay-per-views are often, like, really bad. <laughs> like, there's really nothing outside the top matches. So I can't really call it, like, a, to- a really well-rounded year either. But but like you're saying, it definitely sets the table for what's to come in 97. What do you think, Lawson? 
Yeah, so full disclosure, this is uh, a year I did not follow at the time. Uh, but going back and rewatching it, and like, the good stuff definitely holds up. Uh, the Shawn Michaels main events were very good. They're still fun matches to watch now. And I feel like, yeah, if, if you're going to go back and rewatch the whole thing, uh, it probably doesn't hold up as well, because like you said, a lot of the lower card stuff isn't as good. But if you're going to cherry pick some of the good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff to be had. So, yeah, it ends up evening out kind of for me, if I have to, like, retro, uh, retroactively give it a grade, it'd probably be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, so let's, let's save the final grade, because that, that oh, is the final grade. So, can, we go, can we go at, like, is this, like, star ratings? Can we go halves? or No, no, no halves. I want to be one to five. Yeah, okay, I'll just so, straight three. I'll go around. I wanna, okay, well, we'll do ratings Whoa, in a second. Before, we the, <laughs> before oh. I do the rating... I'm going to ask everybody three questions in for each year. First, best pay per view, worst pay per view, and MVP. Pretty simple. So, who? What's the what's the worst pay per view? Let's start with that, Alex. Oh, uh, the worst pay per view. Um, really obvious for me, but I don't know. Like, I think it's a really, really. There's one that's so much worse than all the other ones. I'm interested to hear what you say. It's probably. Uh, either Rage in the Cage or King in the Ring for me. That's not, yeah, it's neither one for me. Okay, so for me, it's it's definitely Buried Alive. Like, there's almost okay. nothing, there's nothing on that show that I consider even remotely good. Just a really terrible show. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that'd be right in that group <laughs> as well. What do you, well, what do you, that. I don't know, because like Rage in the Cage to me at least has, um, like, Rage in the Cage has Undertaker, or Brett and Diesel, which I thought was okay, and Sean and Owen Hart, which I thought was pretty good. And King of the Ring has Sean and Davey Boy, which I thought was good. Plus, it's like, plus it's like such a historic show. So that's kind of why. Yeah. Definitely, like, Buried um, Alive is just a there, really There's show. so much. I, I'm a huge King of the Ring fan, but so <laughs> much of it is so bad. That is true. Always. Um, that... that even though it is such an important show and in such an important place for me, I, I, I kind of separate that from it not being a super great show. What do you think, Lawson? What do you have as the worst pay-per-view? Yeah, Bird Alive was not very good. Um, yeah, I, I, I would probably, that'd probably be my worst as well. Best, it's hard to say because it's like, uh, it would almost be like, what was my favorite Shawn Michaels main event from that year? It's kind of like how I think about it. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, like, Mind games, I really love that match. Even had like a weird finish. Uh, maybe I go with mind games. So my answer is bet for best is Survivor Series. Um, I thought it's not obviously not the that's not the best WWF title match with uh, Sean and that's Sean and Sid, but I think that match is good. And then it has the Bret Hart Austin match, which is my match of the year for '96. And it just feels like a because of the garden and everything, it just feels like a big show. So that always helps, you know, when I'm trying to rate it. But yeah, I just think there what there weren't a lot of like good overall cards in '96. Um, like I was saying earlier, it's very top heavy with main events and really weak mid cards. So if there's no show that I really enjoyed from top to bottom, I figure just go with the show with the best match. And to me, that's Survivor Series. What do you think, Alex, for best show? I loved WrestleMania 12 as a kid. Um, it was 
probably the VHS tape I watched the most from that time period. Um, but the uh, the Iron Man match is not aged well. Uh, the the Triple H Ultimate Warrior match is horrible. Yeah, the, uh, Hollywood back like thirty seconds long. Problematic at best. Um, basically, the show hasn't aged well. So I'm going to go with Mind Games because it has one of my favorite matches of the entire decade. Um, yeah, with uh, Sean, yeah, Sean, Sean and Mankind, yeah, yeah, that that is such a good match. Yeah, I mean, I, that'd probably be a number two match of the year, honestly. So it's very high up there for me too. Um, all right, so rating, we already heard Lawson gave it a three. I would also give it a three. I think it's like this is to me is like the definition of a three year, where there's enough really good matches that if you're going to pick and choose, you'll enjoy going through '96. But there's just a lot of stuff you have to skip, and there's not a lot of really good cards. Um, but then on it, on the other side of it, like the storyline stuff is not like you know insultingly stupid, and you know yeah. I don't know. It just feels like a three year to me. It's a very average year, but a you know you could see some stuff picking up. Yeah, I actually think 1996 is probably a three and uh, would be a disappointment coming out of what I think is an incredible 1995. Oh really? Um, oh yeah, I love 1995 just for like the some of the weirdness in the top end matches um i also think that the uh the 95 SummerSlam ladder match is better than the wrestlemania 10 ladder match which i think is a bit of a hot take yeah uh, well but, saying 95 is good is a really hot take so. yeah i i mean i i can't speak to like the lower card and the mid card stuff because i don't remember all of that um but on the high end um i really like like the main event high end stuff from 1995. So I mean, 95 to me is like a another like I I thought giving it a two instead of a one would, would have been a hot take, but so I don't know. It's like like there's some really good stuff like that Shawn Michaels Jeff Jarrett match and stuff, but like I don't know. It's not, yeah, not there's also there's also Bret Hart versus uh, Davy Boy Smith and the uh, Bret Hart uh, PCO match, which are both really great. Yeah. No, I mean, you're, you're probably right that it probably gets, like, maybe a little bit of a bad rap, but, like, that Diesel title reign is just so awful. Oh, that's bad. Like, <laughs> WrestleMania is just, it's probably one of the worst WrestleManias, but yeah. 1996, I'll give it a three. Okay. So let's talk 97. 97's um, a really interesting year. Obviously, this is, like, despite, even though they didn't come up with the term attitude in December, until, like, December, basically, like, this is the first real attitude year, and you can really start to feel it around like spring into summer where it like really kicks into overdrive. And, you know, obviously you have so much stuff there. The rise of Austin, you have Brett's heel turn, you have Sean, you know, Sean's heel turn, the original DX run that is by far the best thing DX ever did. Um, I mean, there's just so much stuff here. I, I the, the weirdest part is like Undertaker has a pretty good title reign. Definitely probably his best one, I think. And, like it just feels completely overshadowed by everything else going on in 1997. Oh yeah, um, it's so good and so meaningless. Yeah, and like this is the year that like I don't I don't know how to explain it. Like there's still plenty of crap on the undercard, and there's still plenty of dumb crap in the, the weekly TV. But at the same time, the weekly TV compared to 98 and 99, like if you remember um, the attitude era being good you're probably really thinking of 1997. Even if yeah. you didn't watch 1997, this is like the platonic ideal of the quote-unquote good attitude era because for whatever reason, like this is, Vince Russo had one good year basically where he booked this, you know, I, I don't know how much control he had or anything, 
but like everything really came together in 1997 and he didn't do all the really stupid shit he would do in the following two years and it just ended up really working out for him and for the WWF. But yeah, um, I don't know. Lawson, what do you think of 97? Yeah, I think when you when something like the Attitude Error, like the, the type of like where you're hot shotting all these angles and stuff, it's always going to be better on the front end because it's fresh and it's new. And like eventually like doing DQ finishes and like all this like, (laughs) all this other nonsense that they ended up doing for the next several years. It wears old really quickly and it got, yeah, it got bad. But yeah, like you said on the front end though, you know, it was really exciting. Uh, So yeah, I think just, just because like stuff was changing, it makes it feel, I think maybe better than it even was. Yeah, it's like it feels like a really monumental year in a way that like I don't really think anything after after it really feels like, and especially maybe maybe not until you get to two thousand where it kind of feels like everything's changing again, but this is like the this this feels like you're on the ground floor of something. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just and like there's so many great pay per views here. Worst pay per view is a good question. It's like almost a hard like a weird question for me, you know, compared to best pay per view because. Like there's so few pay per views here that I didn't like. Like I'm trying to go through the list, and I really think my worst pay per view pick might be. Oh, it's like between a couple. Um, why don't you guys give yours first? Because I'm sure I'm trying to decide. What's your worst pay per view pick, Alex? Jeez. Um. Final four. See, that has that has one of my favorite matches though. From the, like that main event is so good. Uh, geez. Um, I'm not trying to argue. That's your pick. That's your pick. I'm just saying. No, it's a great year. That's the thing. Like, yeah. there's uh, two. There's a few shows that like I'm thinking of now, but it's whole really, day in hell. Yeah, but that has an awesome Austin and Undertaker match. I don't that remember. Probably their best. That's probably their best one. Okay. That was, that was one I never remembered at the time, but when I went back and rewatched it years and years later. I was like, wow, this is so much better than their SummerSlam 98 match. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there's like, there's some really good stuff in 97. And Did you say Survivor Series stinks? Yes, yeah, so that's what I was thinking. That happened? <laughs> that's, Brett screwing that's, Brett? That's one of the two I was thinking of, honestly. And like, or one of the three, I should say. And it's like, yeah, there's a there's a few, basically, that are that I could go with. But I guess... That's as good as any. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty. It's always really easy to fall back on Survivor Series being the worst pay per view of the year. Ninety, no, but not ninety six. <laughs> not ninety six, but <laughs> most. Well, what do you have? Uh, what do you have as worst, Lawson? Well, so I just the, uh, the the Montreal thing. I always feel like one of the undersold things about all that is how all that nonsense screwed us out of another potentially great. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels match. Yeah. The match was nothing. Yeah. Because it was a bunch of nonsense. And it's like, we could have had, like, they, you know, they didn't wrestle each other that much, you know, like, like compared to like now where it's like, how many times have Okada and Tanahashi wrestled? You know what I mean? So yeah. I just always felt like we got screwed over from another, what could have been an awesome main event there. But yeah, not a lot of terrible stuff here. I guess I'll, you know, I guess I would say Survivor Series just because it's like it's a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> None See, of that has to happen. I'm Survivor Series. I'm tempted to. It's just it feels like such a historic show that it's really weird to pick it for worst. But I guess 
it's really bad too. So like, there's really nothing good on it. So I guess it's a good pick. I was thinking either that um, in your house DX is pretty bad, just because that Shamrock Sean match isn't very good. But that has like that crazy Austin Rock thing, and but yeah, really nothing else on the card. It's like it was between those two, and I mean, I guess the next worst would be King of the Ring, but that has Austin or Austin and Sean, which is fucking awesome. Better than their WrestleMania match the following year. So I guess I would go with Survivor Series. But okay, what about best? This is a harder question to me. What do you have for best, Alex? Um, I am going to go with the um, with Canadian Stampede. Um, yeah. Just because that. that main event is so hot and the show's only two hours. Yeah. It's such, I mean, it's such a fucking great show. I mean, yeah. every match on that show is fucking awesome. It's just, and, and just a molten hot crowd, and it's uh, super fantastic. Uh, Bad Blood is also on that list for me, too. Yeah. Um, just because of the obvious uh, Hell in a Cell match, which uh, they ruined the entire, um, like, the the match. They ruined the future iterations of the match by leaving Cell in the first match. Like, how do you, why, why would you even do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, for me, that that was a, a huge match for me as a, as a young fan. And um so I think I'd put that second, but I'd go with Canadian Stampede first just because of you're in and out and it's great and it's fast. You know, why don't we ask this too? Because I, I said mine for 96 anyway. What's your, and you almost gave yours too. What's your match of the year for 97? Yeah, I think it's got to be the the Hell in a Cell. Um, I think I'd put that over the Hart Austin match by just a, just a smidge. Yeah, see, for me, it's Hart Austin. <laughs> but that's like my favorite. That's my favorite WF match of all time. I think so. No, I I wouldn't <laughs> put that. I, I I wouldn't put you down for that at all. That's yeah. a that's a great. I mean, uh, it's it saves a really terrible WrestleMania. So. Yeah, I was just so I was just looking at that card <laughs> while you were talking, and if you uh, take out that five star match, that is the worst show of the year. Yeah, that probably it. But you, but once it has that match, it's like yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, that's it's tough to put it on the worst show of the year list, but I think yeah. I think I might go back and say that that is my worst show of the year with wow. the best, with arguably the best match on it. Um, the rest you, of that is trash. It is pretty terrible. Uh, Lawson, what do you have? Let's do the same thing: best match and best show. Oh yeah, were we also doing MVPs? By the way, did we do? Oh yeah, we didn't do MVP for '96. I mean, it's Shawn Michaels. It's Michaels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. pass. Yeah, I mean, uh, full disclosure: Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time, uh, but. I hate it. I also hate that he was a terrible person during this whole era. That yeah. being said, um, yeah. So favorite. Sorry, what was it again? Favorite match and favorite card and least favorite. Yeah, we're being really we're being a little disorganized, which is my fault as host. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, no, we already did worst show. I think. Right. Right. So so this is be- show, like, let's say best show and best match. If, uh, if I mean MVP is is Steve Austin. Right? I mean, MVP too. I mean MVP to me is Bret Hart. Oh, you know what? And I'm looking. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, it is Bret Hart. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it's Bret Hart. Even when he's not like healthy at that after WrestleMania, like the, all those Raws are just like about him. And like Austin to me, obviously, he's, he's a big, big deal. But like everything revolved around Bret um, for all those months, and like that Hart Foundation stuff, like just it's almost an instant turnaround for Raw, like week after week with that stuff. So. Yeah, Steve Austin was like firecracker, and he was breakout star and all that. But yeah, uh, I'll say favorite match. Uh, you know what? I was thinking of the fatal of the um, 
the final four match of maybe being my favorite weirdly yeah that's really that's really good too so it's amazing that's such an interesting concept i wish they would have like brought back again you know but uh i mean i think the hell in a cell is the best but the final four might be might even i might even like it more than hard and stone cold uh so and then my i guess my favorite card uh yeah i'll go i'll go i'll go uh i'll go bad blood for me, it's Canadian Stampede. I think. Oh no! You know, I'm sorry. It's Canadian Stampede. <laughs> With three for three. I, I totally look, lost over that. But yeah, under, it's that's the only card where I mean, it's easy because it's only four matches. But every match on that card is awesome. You know what? Canadian Stampede is like a takeover. That's what yeah. it's like. It's like a takeover from the '90s. Yeah, but yeah it really does. Easy to watch. Except not as hokey. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, I. So Alex, you didn't give your MVP. Uh, you know, just to, to mix it up, I'm going to go with Shawn Michaels. Wow. Um, I think I like his match output throughout the year, and he had uh, my favorite match of the whole year. Um, uh, I'll give him two years in a row. I mean, that DV, that um, that DX run is pretty amazing, I will say. But every, like to me, he doesn't do quite enough until then, but that all that DX stuff is really good. Yeah, I, I remember um, watching those Raws as a kid and thinking – uh, that I wanted to watch more uh, DX shenanigans rather than Stone Cold. <laughs> I think I was alone in that. If I no, remember, I, I, definitely was, quickly, I, I was definitely pro DX too. Compared yeah. to all. Um, all right, but the rating for '97 um, to me, the, I once sent out like the hottest of takes once where I was like, "There's only been two good years in North American wrestling history." <laughs> Obviously. A little bit of an exaggeration, and I was really only talking about WWFE, but this would be one of the two good years if I was being held, holding myself to that tweet. Um, I mean, this is a five for me. This is like one, quite easily one of the best years of all time. Yeah, I'm going to go five, and it's going to be one of probably two years that we'll even have that in this conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I bet you would think of the same one too, but we'll see. Could be. But, uh, actually, you- no, I don't think so, but. We'll talk. Lawson, what do you have? I'll go four. <laughs> Any particular reason why you're not giving it the full five? I mean, uh, I don't know. I I think I, – I don't know. I think I, it doesn't really – there's a lot of stuff in it that didn't really connect with me as much. I mean, the gang wars are stupid. This yeah. Well, I mean, there's dumb stuff every year, so it's not yeah. – I just think there was a lot of great high-level stuff, but, like, a lot of the stuff that everyone else – Loves to death. I think maybe I just don't love as much to death, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, if I could give it like a high four, but since we're not doing that, yeah. I'll, just, I'll go four. Uh, 1998. This is a this is a really weird one because, to me, this is the one you have to almost chop into like little mini years because there's there's so many like quick like huge quality shifts in this year. I think like pretty much. From in my opinion, everything until, um, until like Royal Rumble's a very good show. The February in your house is one of the worst shows, you know, one of the worst February shows they've ever done. Uh, WrestleMania is pretty good. Uh, there's two good. You get two good shows after WrestleMania with the Austin Foley thing and some other stuff. But then, pretty much everything after that is really terrible. Um, you know, with the exception of like some famous stuff with Undertaker of Mankind, and I guess King of the Ring '98 is okay, but then you know, Fully Loaded is really bad. 
SummerSlam, I, you know, I was I was there. Full disclosure, like that's like one of my first shows that I really remember. But going back and watching it now, it's just like it's not good. It's a pretty bad SummerSlam, and then especially once you get into the fall, like two of the worst shows ever done in Breakdown and Judgment Day, and you know, a pretty eh Survivor Series, and a really awful. Uh, rock, but that December show is like w- another really, really terrible show. So yeah, I don't know. It's got a lot of, it's got some good highs, some big highs, and some really terrible lows. And this is to me is where the, the weekly television too, like started to become you know unwatchable. A lot of weeks where like the Russo shit was like way out of hand, and there's you know there's all that stuff with like the artist fully knows gold dust and um, you know all the stuff with. I don't know. I don't even like with Mark Henry in China. Like, I don't know. It gets really, really bad, you know, in parts of 98. And I think this is a year that I, people probably have the nostalgia blinders on for, but it does not really hold up in my experience when I try to go back and watch it. Like, there's some really good stuff, but like, no Sean and no Brett really hurts the, the mat, like the top end match quality and like, there's still no mid card here really to make up for it. And all that Kane Undertaker Austin stuff is really bad. Yeah. It, when, um, when you remove the production values and the bell has to ring, um, the thing is that Kane stinks and Kane has always stunk. Um, he's been an aura and he's been, um, uh, a scary horror movie villain, but the wrestling hasn't been there for me. Um, and 1998 is a big cane year. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing I'll say is uh, Stone Cold and The Undertaker fought for the whole year, it seemed like. <laughs> and they, it's weird. I, I heard, I remember listening to, uh, whatever, some JR podcast we were talking about this. They didn't really have good chemistry. Yeah. They're both alphas. They're both like, like neither of them should sell, you know? You really want them both to be on offense, so... Their matches just were like, I mean, the SummerSlam one, they they tried, but it was like... It wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, none of them are really great. I mean... I mean the, the best match they had was in 1997, the yeah, one that yeah. nobody remembers, because it's all Austin, like, working over Undertaker's leg, and Undertaker was, like, strangely good at selling his leg. But, like, <laughs> the rest is, like, all these matches in 98 are really terrible. Yeah. Especially I mean, that, that Buried Alive match is so fucking bad at the end of the year. Like, one of the worst... One of my least favorite WF main events ever. Can we say, I, I love The Undertaker as much as anybody, most of the match concepts built around his character suck. Yeah, like, really... 95% of them. Yeah, the, yeah, the only one that's cool. good is Hell in a Cell. And then, like, the biker chain match and all the other stuff that came <laughs> later. The last it's ride all... match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the last, yeah, they're all bad. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's say Worst Show, which, again, there's a, there's a lot of competition here. Um, <laughs> What do you have for Worst Show? Let's start you this time, Lawson. What do you got for Worst Show? So, I mean, No Way Out Texas is bad. Uh, that's, I mean, I might, I think, I don't remember a lot of this year, um, but I think No Way Out Texas would probably be my choice. Just because, like, I mean, even the main event's like a, it's like a, a whole bunch of, the cluster. Um, yeah, I think that'd be my, my pick. <laughs> There's so many uh, to choose from. Alex, what do you have for your for your worst show? Jesus. Um, 
I'm probably looking at No Way Out, but I'll go with uh, Unforgiven because it has the Inferno match. And while I'm sure uh, <laughs> nine-year-old Alex was really into what was going to happen in the first ever Inferno match, um, 30-year-old Alex is, yeah. he knows what happens and it's not good. <laughs> uh, I don't know, that at least has Dude in Austin, though. But I don't know. Like, there's so many shows later on where, like, Over the Edge had Dude in Austin too, and I mean, that's, they're, just, that's true. they're whatever. Like, they're, like, they're fine matches, but I don't need them. For me, it's it's definitely Judgment Day, and mm. because that that Kane Undertaker main event that goes like almost 18 minutes is like again a really awful main event, um, and it's just like nothing else in the show. It's like an okay Intercontinental Title match with Kim Shamrock and Mankind. Um, Austin is refereeing that main event and people forgot and, and it has no finish it's him like giving them both the stutter and flipping them off and leaving yeah um, Mark Henry beats the rock in five minutes which <laughs> looks really weird now um, uh-huh. like there just isn't any, like the best match on that show is probably Christian beating Taka for the light heavyweight title which is if that's your best match it's you know that's pretty bad but um but yeah I mean it's you know like most of those shows you guys mentioned are pretty terrible. I mean, Unforgiven is still bad, even though it has it just has one match I think is really good. And, you know, No Way Out of Texas is really bad, but I just think the main event is better. Uh, that's pretty much it. Like most, of, like, most of this year is bad. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, Rock Bottom, again, really terrible with an awful Austin. That Austin take a pretty live match was 21 and a half minutes. Like, that is, again, really hideous. But... The, the Mankind Rock match is pretty good. And that's pretty much it on that. In that show, that's probably my runner-up. But yeah, I would go with uh, I would go with Judgment Day. Um, okay, so let's see. For best match, and I guess best best show and best match, if they're different. You know, if it's a different show. But what do you have for this, Alex? Uh, best show, I'm going to go with Survivor Series because I'm a mark for tournaments. Um, just, I... Regardless of match quality, it's fun. I like I like a good tournament. Um, for best match, I'll go with um, probably I'll go with the Intercontinental Title match at SummerSlam. Yeah, that's a, a pretty solid pick. Yeah. Um, what do you have, Lawson? Uh, so yeah, I'm also I love a good tournament. I feel like this is one of the one of the other gems that like uh, Russo gave us was that. The way that the tournament went down in Survivor Series. Yeah, I've always, I've always found it really overrated, but you guys both like it, so. No, it's not. I don't think it's that really that good, but also I do. Um, the, the Rock is like my guy, so it's his coronation, so it's like a whole thing. So, and it's not like a ton of great stuff. To choose. Well, there's some other good shows, I guess, but I, I'll go with Survivor Series as well. My favorite match is actually going to be Stone Cold versus Dude Love. Uh, the uh, Over the Edge. Yeah, it's a really good one. Uh, that's just really fun. I think you know what? That's like the epitome of what uh, a like a, a nonsense uh, yeah. era, <laughs> overbooked sports entertainment style match could be. But it's like the only good one that's ever happened. But that one was really fun. Yeah, my so my match of the year is um, I go back and forth on this, but I'm gonna go with the same uh, the Austin dude love over the edge one. I, I'm tempted to go Austin and Sean from WrestleMania because I think it's better than people give it credit for, especially considering Sean is like dying. <laughs> like his back is like falling apart. I agree um, with- it's really impressive what they managed to pull off with 
you know, a man, a man with no back. But I guess I, at the end of the day, Austin Dude Love was my probably my favorite. Uh, best show? I don't see. I, I never liked the Survivor Series tournament. I've always seen that. Like people say that it's you know had so many great twists and turns, but like it just well, like especially to watch it back now, it just looks really stupid and like obvious what's going to happen. But I mean, I guess it's you know you know what's going to happen. But like you know, it just it, it also makes no fucking sense. So I mean, I I, I guess I would go with. I don't know. <laughs> really, like, I'm not that. Uh, there's no show that I'm like in love with here. Um, I guess SummerSlam. Um, it has like a good IC title match. It has like a kind of wacky, fun undercard. I was, I'm biased because I was there, I guess. But like, yeah, I don't. I don't even like that show that much. Though, but like, there's just nothing on this year that I'm that into. I think I'm biased against Over the Edge because I had friends who went to it. It was in Milwaukee, and I didn't get to go to it, so I'm probably <laughs> a little upset about that. I yeah. That's one of the things I, I remember uh, distinctly about that show. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Over the Edge because that had my match of the year, and then I'm, I'm noticing I also had, like, I remember that Nation DX six-man tag being good. Um, yeah, I had, like, I don't know, Kai and Tai flying around with Bradshaw and Taka. That's a fun show. I'm gonna go over. Big fan yeah. of when uh, Mark Merrow kicked Sable out of town. <laughs> no, not really, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go it over the edge because it's, it's a shitty. It's a shitty fucking year. So MVP. Um, what do you guys have for this? What's MB, Who's your MVP of '98? I guess Steve Austin. But, well, yeah. I mean, well, there's no Shawn Michaels anymore. Uh, there's no Bret Hart. Yeah, I mean, it's Steve Austin because he was. He was that, that was what was exciting about this year. This was his year of being the champion. Unfortunately, it was what met with a lot of nonsense. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously it drew great, but like... You yeah, know. and the crowds were hot. <laughs> Whenever Steve Austin came out, I was all about it. But, you know, I mean, his feuds were bad, and the booking and Kane and Undertaker was... I was all bad. But I'll still give... You know, he, was, he had to deal with a lot of nonsense, but I'll give it to Steve Austin for pulling through with all his charisma. <laughs> Alex, what do you think? Uh, my MVP, because we've gotten through this long of a conversation in 1998 without talking about it, is going to be Mankind. Oh, God, you stole mine. I Sorry. thought I was going to give the hot take. Wow. No, nope. nope. <laughs> Mankind uh, went and did the the biggest spot in the history of pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, he created the genesis for the EWR sick bump finish. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, he won the title, had a great year, and um, was arguably the most over guy for uh, the entire year. So, Mankind. I'm giving – yeah, mine's – Foley is for me – is my pick, too, because, like, he has that – he has the only good Austin Fury of the year. Um, he has, like you said, the, the craziest bump of all time. And then he, he – all this stuff – like, his stuff is carrying Raw in that second half. Like all that stuff with Mr. Sacco yeah. and all that crap. Like that's the only reason to watch Raw in the second half of the year. I mean, Austin was cool. Yeah, I mean, Austin was cool, but like Mick Foley, like is without Mick Foley this year is like even more dire. So, yeah. you know, Austin obviously drew the drew the crowds, but Mick Foley is like, especially when you go back and watch it, he's just, he's the one you're gonna really like appreciate. Um, okay, so like rating, I'm I'm a two on this year. I mean, I can't quite give it a one because. There's like worse to come, but um, and, you know there is like 
there's some good like Austin stuff and like we just talked about some good stuff. But like as far as like for full pay per views, this is a really dire year. Like the pay per views are really bad. Um, Raw can be kind of entertaining, and it can also just be like really excessive and annoying. But um, yeah, that's why I'm going with a two here. It's I promise if you grew up with this year, it is not as good as you remember. No, it's absolutely not. I'm going to give it a two as well. Uh, I think there are three good matches. Well, you know what? No, I'm going to give it a one. There's three good matches in the entire year. <laughs> it gets a one. Uh, what do you think? John, are there zeros allowed? No, no zeros. One is a one. In that case, this is a two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I got to give it a two because we're not to 1999 yet. Yeah, so that's my that's my only <laughs> so spoiler for 99. Uh, <laughs> 1999. Yeah, this is really fucking terrible. This is so uh, like, like, look, 1999 is the year where they, like, Vince McMahon apparently just let Russo do whatever the fuck he wanted. And I, I I just almost don't know how to describe how bad this year is if you've never seen it. Like, okay, if you want to sum up 1999, watch the bill to SummerSlam. Because every fucking week on Raw, the number one contender for the WWF title will change. Sometimes multiple times in the same evening. China versus Steve Austin was the main event of SummerSlam multiple times during the build of that pay-per-view. <laughs> That's, that is to me is the worst build for a pay-per-view main event of all time. It never made any sense why the number one contendership was constantly on the line. There's no explanation. It was just constantly going back and forth between Hunter and Mankind in China in one of the worst builds of all time. Probably the worst build, honestly. For a title, like a one month build for a title match, really, really terrible. Um, it does get a like it gets a little better after after Russo leaves, but it's still not good. Like you can sort of see it turn a little bit of a corner in the fall, and like start building towards what'll be a really good two thousand. But like the actual stuff you have to sit through is still not good. It's still like Hunter and Vince in a thirty minute match of Armageddon, and like. I don't know. Austin getting run over by a car and all that other fucking shit in Survivor Series. Like, you're still... I, I, I like the Hunter-Austin match at No Mercy, but they'll, they'll, they'll be better match. They'll have better matches together. And, I don't know, there's still not enough there to save the rest of the year. But, like, there is... To me, there definitely is, again, a line there where, like, everything until through SummerSlam is really just inc- the worst shit WWF ever did. And after SummerSlam, it is... Um, a lot better, but still not good. <laughs> yeah, so here's um, a quick rundown of things that happened in 1999. A god-awful nothing of a WrestleMania that includes the Brawl for All final. Yep. Vince McMahon winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's the worst Royal Rumble of all time. It has to be. Why? Why Hart died. <laughs> yes, that too. In the first ever SmackDown episode. Yeah. Like, that is the entire year encapsulated. Uh, horrible year of pro wrestling. It's really, really awful. Yeah. What do you think, Lawson? I mean, so one big thing that happened this year, this is the year that SmackDown debuts, correct? Yep. Um, yep. And that's a big deal because I didn't have cable. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Up till now, I'd followed wrestling by going to friends' houses and stuff, and I wasn't... That's why the years prior to this, I'm not really... I'm, blur, I'm much more blurry on. So starting this year, 
I start to really like be able to follow it week to week because of SmackDown. And the thing is, yeah, like it, it doesn't start off great. Uh, Alex, you know, did you also not have cable 99? No, that? I had cable. Oh, okay. I was just because no. when you said yep, I thought you were like agreeing. <laughs> no, so oh, no, I was talking about how important that uh, SmackDown yeah. was. Yeah, one of the things that stands out to me is how many main events have Mr. McMahon in them. <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> I remember watching some video where they were like doing some interview where it's like, oh yeah, everybody wants to see Stone Cold beat up your boss. That's whenever he working American wants to fight their boss. Yeah, maybe the first time, but like by the eighth time, <laughs> what are we doing anymore? It's and also, why does your boss win the Royal Rumble? Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe, by the way, I, I mean, you know, this is obviously a little... Um, if you, oh my god! If you go to Cage Match for ninety nine, there's one asshole that gave Over the Edge ninety nine a nine point oh rating. <laughs> what a fucking jerk off! Um, but yes, so Over the Edge ninety nine. Can you believe that after Owen Hart died, not like everybody's debated whether or not the show should continue, but that Undertaker Steve Austin match goes twenty three minutes. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean. Uh, yeah. I never, I'd never watched it. Full disclosure, I'd, I'd never put on that show. I just never felt. Um, I was not ordering pay per views at the time. Like I, I don't really start ordering pay per views as like a, you know, as a monthly thing until like two thousand, late two thousand. And I've just never felt the urge to go back and watch this show. So the only thing I've ever seen from this show is like the the finish of the main event because I I had one of those. Um, it was like the history of the WWE title DVDs where they had like every title change. And they did have that title change on there. So I've seen that. But, like, that's the only thing I've seen. I just had no idea that match went 23 minutes until I saw that. Like, Jesus. How do yeah. you go 23 minutes after someone died? It's just nuts. Like, you, you don't think maybe you could just cut it down? Especially since the finish was going to be Undertaker rolling up Austin while Shane does a fast count. Like, you don't think it could have cut that to, like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something? Or did it on... Did it on Raw two weeks later? Yes, that obviously that's what they should have done. Yeah. Um, as far as like the the rest of the year goes, yeah, it's just really like again when we get to best and worst show, it's like worst show. There's just so many to pick from. Um, so let's just do that now. What do you have a worst show? Uh, what do you have a worst show, Alex? I mean, all, all of them. <laughs> Like I mean, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no over the. the no, I'm gonna say no over the edge because that to uh, me is like, the, all right, like a, a beloved man died. But that shouldn't count. That's fair. I think that's, <laughs> that's a fair <laughs> way of doing it. Um, Jesus, uh, come back to me. Uh, okay, what do you have, Watson, for worst show? So I'm I'm sure I'm, this is wrong. I'm sure there are worse shows than. I mean, they're all bad, right? But so I guess I can't be wrong. But Vince McMahon. Won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. You can't see my face right now, but like just every time I think about like when I first learned about that, like whenever when I was like a teenager, I was like, uh uh when I was like going back and rewatching some of this, it was like, Oh, I'm sure it made sense. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't have to happen. Uh so just because I, I have to make the Royal Rumble because Vince McMahon won the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's just, it's like a world rumble, and it's not even close to my worst show. But, um, what do you do? You have a pick, Alex? You want me to give mine? Um, you know, I'll give mine. I want to say King of the Ring. Oh, that's my pick too. 
Yeah. <laughs> that Undertaker Rock in like 19 minute title matches, again, really incredibly awful. Um, yeah. And if you're going to, uh, I mean, the main event of King of the Ring is uh, the the handicap ladder match and, with the magic briefcase. Yeah, and that's just—I mean, that's horrible. Survivor Series is terrible. Yeah. Um, there are two no mercies this year, by the way. <laughs> um, yes, there are. <laughs> just, and and they're both bad. I bet. I've never seen that. I've never seen the UK one. The American one is not that bad. At least has a really good main event and like a couple other stuff. A, couple a very important logo on the American No Mercy. A very what? Because it ended up being the logo for the No Mercy video game. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with King of the Ring. Yeah, King of the Ring is really awful. I mean, Mr. Is Mr. Really bad too, though. <laughs> Mr. Ash wins the King of the Ring. <laughs> like Jesus. Here's one for um, you: the best, the best wrestler on the entire. Uh, Survivor Series 1999 card is Kurt Angle, and he beat Sean Stasiak. Yeah, in six minutes. Yep. Yeah, um, that was his debut, I think. You have cage match too, huh? Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah cage match. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 1999, not a not a good year. What do we got for best show? This is and best match. These are going to be actually well, best match. There's like one that I guess is probably consensus. But um, what do you have for best show and best match? Awesome. Uh, what was the best match? I feel there's something that I'm not. Uh, to me, it's really easy. It's Hardy's versus Christian Edge ladder match. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was that was that was, that was, that was that the triangle ladder match? No, no, no. That was the the very first ladder match uh, between just the Hardys and the oh and, the No Mercy one. Yeah, that's the the oh, Terry Reynolds oh. Invitational where right. Terry. Wait a second. Terry was on the line. <laughs> and this invitational, it's supposed to be she's going to be managing whoever wins, and she immediately turns on the Hardy Boys the next night. After they went through like a weeks long series for her services. Yes, it was, uh, it was something else. But that being said, that was definitely the best match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, best show? I mean, I. Uh, well. Uh, I mean, to me, it's also that No Mercy. Because that yeah, has that. This will say no mercy. I don't, I, it, has yeah. that, it has that ladder match, and it has a, a pretty good uh, Triple H Steve Austin brawl for the WWE title in the main event, which is like one of the few good main events of the year. So, like, it's like it's almost it's like no mercy by default. I think. Yeah, I, I like the I like the Steve Austin the Rocket Backlash, but the rest of that card wasn't really. Yeah, I'll, I'll do no. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll take no mercy. What do you have, Alex, for best match and best show? Uh, for best match, I'll agree on the ladder match. For um, best show, I'm going to go with St. Valentine's Day Massacre, not mm. because it was a great show, but because I remember being so pumped about <laughs> Giant showing up in WWF. <laughs> I mean, it was a big deal for me at that time, and uh, very excited that um, that, that happened. And probably, coming through the ring was brand new for me. It was very cool. It probably is one of the better shows of the year because you still have yeah. the Austin Austin McMahon at least was short. Uh, Mankind Rock was good. China and Kane against Hunter and Xbox was like surprisingly pretty good. Um, and I mean, there's like compared to the rest of the year, that's like they're probably my number two. Um, okay, here's an interesting one. MVP of this terrible year. What do you have, Lawson? <laughs> the Hardy Boys. <laughs> 
No, but they weren't in one match. <laughs> Can I nominate Jeff Hardy? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I mean, oh god, I mean, uh, I uh, the Rock. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I really, I'm, I'm flailing here. I don't. I like, to me, it's, it's, uh, it's Steve Austin. I think. Um, I mean, it's just like. I don't know. It's not nothing's good, but at least he tries, which is <laughs> he tries his best. That's what I said for last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, what do you what do you have, Alex? Uh, my MVP for the year is Vince McMahon. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he got a network television and won the Royal Rumble. Pretty good year. <laughs> and I assume we're all getting a big solid one. Oh yeah, because these <laughs> heroes aren't allowed. Yeah. It's a, one is the bottom of the scale, so anyone disagree on a one? Uh, I'd just like to add that it's a one with my middle finger on the screen. <laughs> it's really bad. All right, but 2000, very different year. Um, so 2000 is the first year where I have to mention the Chris Benoit effect. Um, he's a very prominent part of this year, and like, mm. um, you know, I think everybody is going to have their own personal answer on whether or not they're they feel comfortable rewatching his stuff. Me, I don't. I don't judge anybody who, you know, does feel comfortable watching it. And there's plenty of terrible wrestlers that <laughs> wrestlers are going to be terrible people that I that I'll watch. But like, I just maybe because he was a he was like one of my favorites growing up. That like, I just cannot bring myself to watch his shit after what happened. And you know, he's such a big part of this year. Like he's, you know, his um. His his stuff with Jericho is such a big you know adds a lot to these cards, and you know he's in that stuff with The Rock towards the end of the year with Triple H, that like it really does hurt the year a lot if you don't, if you're not able to rewatch his stuff. So I don't know how you are you guys able to rewatch it? Do you do you feel comfortable doing it? Uh, I don't. Uh, I guess I don't go back to it. Um, I'm not like morally a. Objection. I don't morally object to somebody going back to it, but I don't um, have enough interest in it to to go look at it to begin with, right? Like, if I'm watching a show and it comes on, I'm not going to fast forward it, but I'm also probably not going to pay a ton of attention to it. Mm. Yeah, I, I I have no objection to rewatching uh, the the Benoit stuff. Uh, I don't really seek it out much either. Although the stuff like in the the coming years where his he's more like the top of the card and like that's uh it's a little it's weird it's like I like I like watching it because of the nostalgia feeling I get but uh, I definitely understand anybody who doesn't like to watch that stuff yeah like I really I would love to be able to relive it but like I just don't it just it, I I've tried honestly I just it's not a moral judgment it's just not for me I guess at this point like it just it doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel enjoyable so that hurts my enjoyment of it's gonna hurt my enjoyment in a couple years but this is like a big one because i think he's such a big part of it but um if you put him aside there's still plenty of really great stuff on this year um again i was at the royal rumble at msg and you know that's one of my favorite shows i've ever attended live i mean you have an amazing rumble match a really really good hunter and cactus jack street fight match a crazy New Age Outlaws, or not New Age Outlaws, crazy Hardy Boys versus Dudley Boys, like, table match that I feel like nobody even remembers. Um, 
because I almost said the New Age Outlaws and they, they fought the Acolytes in two and a half minute match. No one can ever forget. No. Um, but like Taz coming out was crazy and like choking Kurt out. That was such an amazing moment live. But yeah, I mean, there's like some really cool stuff here. Um, you know, pretty much everything except Mania is good in the early part of the like, it has a really disappointing WrestleMania. But like No Way Out 2000 is awesome. Um, Backlash is awesome. Judgment Day. Uh, King of the Rings, again, kind of disappointing, but then you get right back to it with like fully loaded in SummerSlam. So there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. Towards the end of the year, it like tapers off a little bit where, um, especially Survivor Series is pretty bad. And I think they really dropped the ball on the Hunter Kurt Angle thing. Like, if they had just really run with Stephanie turning on Hunter, it would have felt a lot better than like the weird, like half turn, half not. And then he just turns back after two months. It just looks really weird in hindsight and just doesn't really work. And the, you know, and also it's like really tough to watch a lot of those promos because, like, basically, especially now, like, basically, the way Hunter turned face briefly was like, just calling Kurt Angle gay repeatedly. <laughs> and, like, doesn't look very good nowadays, obviously. But, yeah, um, there's a lot of good stuff here, though. And this is, like, and this is the year that Hunter Hurts Helmsley will coast off of for the rest of his career. <laughs> I mean, he was, he had one really good year here. And, like, he, he really does, like, just fucking live off of this year for the rest of his life because he never has a year like this again. Yeah, what do you guys think of 2000? Yeah, I agree. Royal Rumble is the show of the year, the match of the year. Uh, th- that is the defining moment of this entire year. Um, the the year overall is great, but Royal Rumble and that street fight is out of this world. Um, some of my favorite stuff. Yeah, I would totally agree. Show of the year, Royal Rumble, match of the year, the Hunter catches Jack street fight. So, but again, I'm, I'm very biased because I was there. But yeah, it was, it was one of the first pay-per-views I ever ordered. Um, yeah. And uh, it holds, holds a dear place in my heart. Yeah, you know, I love Royal, the Royal Rumble for that year and No Way Out. I love, yeah, there's a lot of great shows. But actually, I think my favorite is actually Fully Loaded. Yeah, just, that's a really good show, too. Yeah, I just like that, like, Jericho and Benoit were at the top of the card. And, like, it was something, you know, different. I mean, Jer- you know, Jericho's in the semi-main. And he lost to the almighty Triple H. But still... That's an awesome match, though. It's an awesome match. Yeah. Uh, and the, the the Rock Benoit match is a really good... Like, in terms of, like, just straight wrestling match, it's one of The Rock's better, like, technical wrestling matches, I think. Yeah. You've also got the Val Venus uh, splash off the cage on in that match, too. Right, yeah, right, on, the, on that show. Which is a pretty, pretty cool moment. Yeah. Uh... Is this so, year where Rikishi does his splash on the cage, too? Or is that... That's what I'm thinking of, I think. Yeah. yeah. When Rikishi splashes Venus, yeah. 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 Uh, so, my, but my match of the year is definitely still this the Cactus Jack Street fight. Oh, wow. We're unanimous on that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's the iconic match of this year. It made Triple H. It cemented fully, I guess you could say, maybe. Well, uh, it, 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 his legacy, I think, at that Yeah. Time. If it wasn't from jumping off the cell, it was definitely cemented here. And uh, he took a pentagram to tax that could have gone into his eye. That's insane. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But my show of the year is probably going to be fully loaded. Um, any picks for worst show? Because to me, it's, it's one where it's like really obvious. But WrestleMania 2000. Really? Okay. I mean, that's a bad show. But to me, it's Survivor Series. Like, I was going to go with Insurrection. Ooh. Okay. 
it's a hot look at Mr. Uh, Mr. Hot Take here going with the British show no one's watched. <laughs> okay. I mean, some of the other British shows were great. Um, I mean, and, One Night Only was awesome in 97. That's the only one I've ever, I think I've ever watched. So. Uh, I think there was a, wasn't the 1998 one good too? I, I mean, I, they, I'm literally the only one I've watched since 97. So I think Insurrection 2001 is actually okay. 98 had that uh, Bulldog Michaels match that was really good, I think. No, 90, that's 97. That's 97. All right. That one. <laughs> um, but yeah, Survivor Series 2000 is my worst show pick. It's, that show is really awful. Kurt Angle Undertaker is awful. That's the, the finish where the, the fake Kurt Angle gets pinned by Undertaker, his twin brother Eric, and Kurt like comes out from behind and rolls him up for the pin. One of the dumbest finishes of all time. And would lead to Eric Angle being in like EWR for like five years afterwards because he was in WWE developmental forever and never did anything. But yeah, um, really bad. <laughs> really bad show. Who's, who's the, I mean, the MVP to me is Hunter, but the only time I'll ever say that about anything. But this was, this was yeah, so good. Really this was his year. No, I'm giving it to The Rock. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a fair pick, too. I said that with my arms crossed. Like, I, I refuse. I won't give it to Hunter. I'll give it to The Rock. Even though Hunter definitely has a claim, absolutely. And then what's the rating here? Because, I mean, when I was, did that hot take, this was the other year I was thinking of. But I actually am going to give it a four. Because, the first of all, like I said, I can't watch. I don't, I, me, personally, I can't watch the Benoit stuff. And th- that hurts the depth of the year. And later in the year, like from, you know, in the, in the fall, it, it does like kind of fall off a cliff. So, you know, I think it's a very strong up until through, up until like maybe SummerSlam. And after that, it does kind of like start going down pretty quick. So I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well. Um, I'm surprised to hear you say that this is the other good year uh, you thought. Um what was the okay? Well, I guess I'm hear what the other one you thought was later. I guess. Yeah, um, uh, I think it's a strong year. A lot of good stuff. Um, the uh, the three way ladder match would be the uh, quick runner up. Uh, actually, no the the first TLC match. Yeah. Is the first runner up for uh, match of the year. Um, and uh, they had a really good cage match too, which no one remembers. Like I think it was unforgiven. It's just the start of this really good tag run. And yeah. it's, uh, you know, I, I think we probably did a disservice by not talking about it enough, but the Royal Rumble was just so good that let's talk about <laughs> that for 20 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, this is the start of the tag division really like, yeah, coming through. I mean, it's really three teams. So, I mean. Right, but, and they were in every match. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was three teams for like like two years now, and – yeah. I, I never really got sick of it, so... No. I mean, I will go to my grave saying they should have done a double term with the Hardys and the Dudleys at WrestleMania 18, and that could have saved it and gotten some long, long longevity out of it. But, like, I don't know. It was very... Like, once the Dudleys turned heel again, and then they started splitting everybody up, and obviously it was never going to recover. But mm. Yeah. I, I'm going to go four for this year also. Uh, yeah, really... Yeah, we're... Uh, one of my favorite years. Pretty strong year. 2001 is a very interesting year in that there's this, this to me is a year where like, there's no greater gulf between 
the match quality and like the storyline stuff. But there's some really awesome matches in this year and some really good cards. But obviously, they they really fucked up the invasion, <laughs> like really fucked up the invasion. And I mean, look, if you go back, it's it's still worth watching because it's so fucking weird to see the WCW and ECW logo all over the TV for four months. But like, it does, and it starts out like okay. But once you get past SummerSlam 01, like those two months where like the invasion is just kind of this thing in the background for September and October are really, really awful. Once it like start once they start deciding they're gonna end it in at, at Survivor Series, it actually does pick up again and like you got this really awesome like Paul Heyman promo on Vince that's like a really amazing promo. And yeah, that was I remember that one. Yeah, and there's some there's some really cool stuff at the beginning and the end of the invasion angle, but like everything in between is just so awful. And then December like feels like the most, like it feels like they're lost because they clearly meant for the invasion to go longer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like the, you know, there's some really great high end stuff, but like this is, this to me is like the beginning of the weekly TV feeling like, what is the point of any of this? And obviously we get worse and worse as, the years went on, but like it was not, I can't call it a great year, but I can't call it a bad year either because there's so much good stuff when it comes to the in-ring. I mean, all that Austin heel stuff is awesome. Um, I mean, Austin Rock is like one of my favorite main events ever. Hunter Austin, Rock Angle, really good Rumble match. Um, Jericho and Jericho and Benoit, I just said I can't rewatch, but they had a really good ladder match at Royal Rumble. I mean, it's just so much really good stuff. And, you know, Rock and uh, an Austin Angle, just that SummerSlam match is awesome. The Unforgiven one isn't nearly as good, but the SummerSlam one is really good. Um, the Winner Take All Survivor Series match is really good. But, yeah, I mean, it's just there's a lot of really good matches in this year that I can't call it a bad year. But um, there's just so much, like, like the storyline stuff is just not good. Yeah, I think this is the uh, both the the highest high of WWF um, with WrestleMania, and, and saying that this is the best WrestleMania isn't exactly a hot take, but um, <laughs> arguably my favorite show of all time, uh, and it's also the largest wasted opportunity I've ever seen, um, pro wrestling or otherwise, uh, with the way they botched the invasion. Um, uh, just a, a really weird year. Um, but one that I absolutely love because the match quality is so high. Uh, and the invasion, while it was botched, is is still really weird to go back and watch because of the novelty of it. Like somehow we're, we're almost 20 years past it and the novelty hasn't worn off on seeing that stuff from the invasion, even if it was bad. Um, so I, I love this year. It's a very good year. I think it's a – I think the fact that the invasion is so – such a botch, I think it hangs over it. But my, I mean, I thought my hot take here was going to be that it's better than people remember, but it seems like you also have the same take. Oh, I think so, I'm, I, it seems I'm going to like it more than you do. Okay. I mean, I think it's a very good year. I think it's a underrated year, but um, I don't know. Lawson, what do you think? Oh, this is my favorite year, definitely, without question. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this is, this is, so, important thing also happened this year. This is the year I started uh, tra- uh, trading tapes with my friends. So I actually followed the pay-per-views as they were coming out. Uh, and so that's, I'm sure that had something to do with it. But also, yeah, this had everything that I love. So 
everything that's been said before I agree with. The they botched the invasion completely. But I just love crossovers in general. And I was never somebody who was super attached to WCW or the idea of it or ECW. And so just seeing them come in and invade, even if it was clearly like they didn't get the, the best stars and the booking was all over the place, I still absolutely loved it. And like you said, the match quality and the feuds with like and Austin. Yeah, the Austin Angle feud to me is one of, I don't know if it's like not remembered super fondly, but I loved that feud so much because I just never expected Kurt Angle to take the reins as the lead babyface. And he was so good at it. And uh, I never did it again. Really. Yeah, well, uh, clearly, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, this is, you know, this was my favorite year. It has like a lot of my favorite stuff. WrestleMania, this was also, this year ruined me because this is the first WrestleMania I watched, yeah. uh, like as it was happening. And so I was like, oh, they're all going to be like this forever. <laughs> <laughs> going to be, <laughs> I, I jumped onto the correct, uh, uh, show to watch here so uh yeah I, I love this year all right so best show i mean i think we're all gonna say wrestlemania right it's, it's the best wrestlemania ever yeah. one of the best shows ever anyone disagree insurrection no i'm just kidding yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about worst show and that's that to me is a, a little bit tougher because there are a, quite a couple real clunkers anyone have any picture worst show mm, i guess invasion Really, I like that show. I just think it's such a... Like I mean, the spectacle really carries it, even though there isn't enough good matches. And that RVD-Jeff Hardy match is awesome. That, that match is awesome. But, like, the whole thing just felt... I remember watching it, and it was the first time I had ordered a pay-per-view and had gone, at the end of it, felt like it failed. That was it. That was the first show I ever watched at WWE New York, believe it or not. <laughs> but, yeah, I was in there. Yeah, right after they heated up Austin again as being this red-hot, like... Newly turned babyface again, then he goes and joins the alliance. <laughs> just garbage. Yeah, the, the the entire crowd in WF New York, and I, you know, I'm a, a teenager at the time, but like, and we're all like, just like, what the fuck? And I just remember they had this like MC at the end of it. He's like, folks, like he just sounded like he's his dog died in front of him, basically. And I guess it was part of that was supposed to be acting, but he also sounded like I'm sure nobody clued the fucking MC in. <laughs> at, at WWE New York, what was going to happen? So he did sound legitimately shocked, and he was just like, "Folks, I I don't know what to say. Uh, watch Raw tomorrow." <laughs> that was basically. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, not that we got an explanation on Raw the next day either. Um, yeah, yeah, my worst show is um, I had to go with Backlash. Um, yeah, because it's like, oh, well, that has that Ultimate Submission match. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe it's Judgment Day then. Yeah, because that's a that's a pretty. I mean that. That three stages, three stages of hell angle and Benoit match isn't very good, um, you know, especially compared to the, the other matches. The Kane Hunter, uh, the Kane Hunter chain match is bad. The Austin Undertaker main event is pretty bad, I and mean, that to me is a pretty bad show. Survivor um, Series is bad too. I really like the main event though. I I thought that was one of the better Survivor Series matches. That's a that's a really good match, but like it's just. I don't know. It felt like a very I mean, eventful show. But you I don't can't know. go wrong with Judgment Day or Survivor Series, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I like Survivor Series. I'll, def- I'll defend that one. I, yeah. I really, I think, I think No Mercy was pretty bad, too. Um, but that had Jericho Rock, which is really good. So, I don't know. 
Maybe Unforgiven. That's Jericho winning the big one. You can't. Yeah, maybe yeah. Unforgiven was pretty. I don't know if you heard, but Chris Jericho defeated The Rock and Stone. Oh wait, no, that wasn't the same one. Yeah, no, that, was Arm- that was Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, it's Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So, MVP. Anyone got picks for that? Mm. I'm gonna go with Chris Jericho because he defeated The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in the same night. Yeah, I've, I've heard. <laughs> what do you have, Lawson? Uh, so I turning Stone Cold heel and like a lot him joining the invasion, a lot of that stuff sucked. Uh, and like was bad for the business ultimately. See, well, that's what that's what I would say though. It didn't suck. It was bad for business, right? But it was fucking great. No, right. I actually, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> he was a great fucking heel. Yeah, he was an amazing heel. Yeah. Oh, one other thing I want to, to bring up is, and I this is touchy because it's the Benoit thing again. But the, the, we had the amazing Raw tag this year, right? With oh, yeah. yeah. Against Jericho and Benoit. But then the other thing, which I think was my my favorite TV match I'd seen to this date, was uh, Chris Benoit versus Stone Cold on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, with the with the screw job? Uh, yeah, but like Benoit had like the tape ribs, and then he gets screwed. But that match was like amazing, and it, like, it blew my mind. Uh, so, Is there also Angle Benoit with like Angle doing a moonsault off the cage on Raw this year? Yeah. Is that that year? I think uh, it is a one. I think it is. Yeah, if it is, then that's also nuts. Uh, I mean, yeah, Raw, this is a good year for TV matches. I mean, yeah. Um, so I think you know the way, like holding the title as a heel and having all these awesome feuds with Jericho, Benoit, Angle, and The Rock, and oh yeah, it's stuff. it's Austin. Like Austin, yeah, gotta go, Austin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Austin is the MVP here, absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, he's, he's him winning that Rumble is one of my favorite Rumbles ever. Um, the you <laughs> sorry, you're breaking up there. I didn't realize you're talking. Oh, sorry. I was I was saying that I have that rumble on VHS still to this day. Yeah, I mean that's an incredible rumble. Oh, oh I had the Jericho Benoit ladder match. All right, hold on. I'm getting like, yeah, Lawson. I'm getting like uh, echo when I'm talking. I muted you and got rid of it. So hopefully, yeah. Give me give me a sec. Have to cut this out with like an hour and about an hour and fifteen, and just make a note. Okay, but yes, so um, Austin to me is definitely the MVP. I mean, just an absolute incredible, incredible year he had, and you know, I think one of the one of the best years anyone's ever had in history, honestly. But that's my that is my pick. Um, um, probably, right. probably, but I wanted to say Jericho. <laughs> that's fair um, so we're having some technical difficulties with Lawson folks but I'll have to get his pick in a second uh, we need to keep going so we can't really wait for him to come back so um, my my, what's your rating for this are you going to give it a 5 because I think you were teasing like a 5 before yeah this is a 5 for me Okay, I'm, this, for, this for me is a 4 um, I just think like the like botching the attitude era is just like I'm not the end. I mean, botching the invasion is just like too much to come back from, really, for me to give it a, a full five. I just think there's too much that's like boring from a storyline standpoint and too much that's like not interesting. But it's still a four because like the match quality is just so fucking high. And, you know, Austin, Austin's here run is one of my favorite runs ever. What's your, what's your rating on this, Lawson? Since I got you back now. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, Steve Austin was my pick for MVP. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been going five on this all the way because September and October do drop off 
and Mar- and April, May, in my opinion. But really, I, well, that was right after. Uh... Yeah, but the pay per views are really bad. I mean, that like if they to me like that's what's keeping it as almost as much as the invasion. If they had had a better fe- first feud for heel Austin than Undertaker and Kane, right? Like that that would have made this maybe a five. But like the you know, Undertaker Kane feud was so stupid. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't hate that feud, so maybe that's why I didn't yeah. I didn't hate it. But I mean, uh, like they were doing way more fun stuff on Raw with like the Hardys. Like I, I wish they just rumored that as the pay per view feud, but yeah, because there was still cool stuff going on during that time, like Benoit mm-hmm. and Angle and stuff. So. But uh, yeah, I I'm still going five on this because uh, yeah, it still is my favorite main. It's so many of my favorite shows and matches and stuff that like even like well, wasn't this the year that Triple H and Austin had that three stages of hell in No Way Out? Yeah, No Way Out. Yeah, yeah, that was I think that was the first match I like tape traded for. So that was a lot. A lot of stuff also happened this year for me with my personal wrestle fandom also. So I gotta go five. Oh, we didn't do. I just realized we didn't do match of the year because we, we were all unanimous on WrestleMania. But what's everybody's match of the year for all one? Uh, it's the TLC match at WrestleMania. Okay. Rock and yeah. Austin at WrestleMania. Rock, Rock and Austin at WrestleMania for me, too. Yeah, I love that match. Um, I was interested in... Huh? That's one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah, it's a really good match. I mean, I I could hear an argument for Hunter Austin three stages of hell, and that's another one I really, really love. But And TLC is obviously really great, too. But yeah, I definitely would go Austin Rock. I'd never seen anything like TLC, uh, even though it was the second TLC. I thought they really outdid the uh, the first one, um, and it was uh, I I thought just something that like changed the way I thought about wrestling. Yeah, I mean that's very fair. I mean it would be in my top three for sure. Yeah, um, amazing. Two, and it's a very stacked year, clearly. I mean, Austin Angle is one of my favorite matches too, and that, that's not even one I the that's SummerSlam cool. one. That SummerSlam match is so it's almost yeah. I mean, if that had a finish, maybe yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a fucking awesome match. All right, O two. Um, o two is a weird year. I've seen some impassioned defenses of this year, but like, um, and there is some good stuff, but like, there's also a lot of crap in O two. Um, it has a very good Royal Rumble show again. I think the Rumble match itself is really good. Uh, it has a really good Jericho Rock match. It has a Ric Flair Mystic Man match that's better than it has any right to be, honestly. Um, but then No Way Out 02 is like really bad. It has a, the NWO crap and like oh. uh, Jericho Austin and just a really disappointing Angle Hunter match where it felt like Hunter really like I don't know he came back from his injury too soon or something because he never really felt like he got it back until much later in the year. And that Rock Undertaker match is really bad too. A, what do you guys think of the WrestleMania? Because I've seen a, that one all over the place. I don't think it's very good WrestleMania. I think a lot of it comes down to how much you like Rock and Hogan, which I don't really care for. Um, but yeah, I, just, I think it's actually one of the weaker WrestleManias. But I've seen people say it's a really good one. There's not a ton on there for me. Um, uh, I do think that uh, with the uh, kind of started with um, X7, but between this year and X7, the streak kind of becomes a thing. Yeah. Uh, they start talking about how Undertaker's undefeated at WrestleMania, and uh, it, it kind of matters more. Um, Rock Hogan, I think, you know, the crowd loved it, and it was special, but we we know the match wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, and I, I just – there's not a, a whole lot um, 
on this WrestleMania when you consider what it's bookended by. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And the main event's really awful. Like Jericho yeah. Hunter's like really bad. I don't know, Lawson, do you disagree with that? those takes on Mania? I don't think Triple H and Jericho was really bad, but it wasn't good. Uh, it was very disappointing because I've always been a big Jericho guy. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed, at the time, I enjoyed Ric Flair and Undertaker. Uh, yeah, that's probably the best match on the show, actually. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a, you know, he, he bled and it was, you know, I didn't, I didn't really know Ric Flair that well. I was like, you know, 11. So I didn't know this old guy's just bleeding and getting his ass kicked. It was crazy. It was, it was nuts. So, uh, Rock and Hogan, I, I understood the gravitas of it. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a great match. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it was a great, no, I don't think it definitely wasn't a great mania. It's middle of the pack. I think it's low, below average, but um, and then after mania, obviously, is the brand split, which you know I've I've always said the brand split did not was not good. I mean, I've never been someone who I know some people really like it and were happy when they brought it back, but I thought pretty much from day one it was not a great idea. It like you know they'd be like, oh, we have so much talent that we need all this extra time on them, but like you know. If you look at it, they they focus on a lot of the right guys on SmackDown for like four months, not even like three months, and but at the same time they're doing that, Raw is nothing. I mean, so basically you all you do is take your company and instead of having, you know, you could be like, oh, they're focusing on the SmackDown Six, but at the same time, like you could have just focused on the SmackDown Six and had them on both shows instead of having Raw. Which featured Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Bubba Ray Dudley. Like that was what was going on in Raw at the same time. You know, Hunter versus Bubba Ray Dudley, Hunter versus Kane, Hunter versus RVD. Some really terrible feuds on Raw at the time. And it's just I don't know. Like it, it never. It, I've never seen this period. But the thing to me with the Blanchfoot is like I can never remember a period where both brands were really good at the same time. It's always one brand is really good and one brand fucking sucks. Or one yeah, brand, right. huh? I said I think you're right. Yeah, one brand's good, one brand's okay. One brand is great, one brand sucks. They both suck nowadays. But you know what I mean. Like, there's never like, like both are never just firing on all cylinders. So, yeah, yeah the the brand split watered down the product, and we've kind of been paying for it forever since yeah. 2002. I mean, like, it's the original sin of WWE. Like, this is really, like, you know. As you keep going on and on into the WWE era, like you lose more and more of what made this company any good in the first place, and you lose the guys who are willing to like argue their spot and not just say whatever stupid shit they give them and all that. But like the original thing that really started everything downwards on the downwards spiral to me is the brand split. Like that is the moment where WWE. I mean, it literally WWF becomes WWE. But like where WWE, where modern WWE starts to like originally start, it's O2, it's the brand split. Yeah, I agree with that. And you know what's crazy about everything? I agree with everything you guys have said. But here's the thing about that: this was, I think, the best year of the brand split. <laughs> because yeah, probably like that, and it's only gotten worse. I mean, there's been upticks here and there. Like when whenever SmackDown went live again, they did some stuff or whatever. But like, yeah, I mean. In general, that's definitely true. But at the time this was happening, 
like I said, I didn't have cable, so SmackDown was my show. So as far as I was concerned, my show was awesome. Yeah, well, it was. I mean, SmackDown had like the, the whole run from SummerSlam through Survivor Series and to a lesser extent through Armageddon is really good for SmackDown. Yeah. It's just raw. It's just so awful that entire time. And even when SmackDown's good, you still have like the Brock Undertaker feud, which is really bad. But like, they had that Hell in a Cell match that I liked. Yeah, I, I thought it was really bad, but maybe yeah, it, it's fair. I, I would re- I'd go back and I, I, I like the Hell in a Cell. We were, I think their other matches were not good. Yeah. And this was the biker chain year, right? That was this year. That no, was- that was that was 03, I think. Oh, okay. Was this yeah. okay? Well, yeah. I mean, I I yeah, the SmackDown Six stuff. I love. You're right, though. It it doesn't, it, it it doesn't last as long as people like remember. Yeah, it's it's over pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, I don't know. What do you think on overall your thoughts, Alex, on the other ones? Um, I would be inclined to agree that the year stinks. Um, I love SummerSlam though. Yeah, SummerSlam. I would again. There's another show I was there for. SummerSlam's a great fucking show. Yeah, this show was incredible. Uh, the return yeah. of Shawn Michaels. The Intercontinental title match with uh, RVD and Benoit. Um, Angle Mysterio, one of my opening, favorite openers. Angle Mysterio and uh, the coronation of Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. Such a great show. I actually have it on right now in the background. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, best, I mean, if we can just say best show, that I would totally agree. That's yeah. Um, it's, it's a big highlight in an otherwise kind of bleh year. What do you do? You, do you agree with best, SummerSlam's best show loss there now? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Edge and Eddie Guerrero was also great on the show. Yeah, like the sixth best thing on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also Survivor Series has the first ever Elimination Chamber match. Yep, which I is... was I was at that too, actually. Which is that's Survivor Series O two is the show where my dad, um, you know, because I'm obviously not yet old enough to be going to shows by myself, but my dad like was a he was a very much like a chain smoker like wanders off to try to find a place to smoke a cigarette in Madison Square Garden, which even in 2002 was nowhere. You were not allowed to do that. But he ends up backstage and he tells me afterwards, like he ran to this, as he quoted, this big fucker who was all sweaty and had a belt. And my dad did not know anything about wrestling. Like, dad, you just ran to the big show right after he won the title from Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and like, cause he ended up backstage basically like in a, like a weird backstage part. And like he asked the big show for an autograph and the big show was like, I don't have anything to sign with. I just, <laughs> I'm just in the ring, basically. That's so, yeah. great. Yeah, my little Survivor Series story. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, that was an enjoyable show live too. Just nowhere near as good as that SummerSlam. Right. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you guys have as worst show? Ooh. Mm. To me, it's uh, that's a contender. But to me, I really hate No Way Out. I think that's a really bad show. And I just think all the NWO stuff is so stupid mm. from the moment it started. I just, I really hate that show. I mean, that's my pick. But, but Kayla Ring's a good one too. That's also a really terrible show. I didn't but, even, I didn't, I don't remember that being a show in Milwaukee, but Cage Match says it is. <laughs> yeah. What are your, what's your pick, Lawson? I, I thought, I was thinking Backlash because Hogan won the title. Yeah, that's pretty but, bad too. That's pretty bad. Is that it? But like, then he also has this other main event with Judgment Day with Undertaker. No, that's really. Oh, okay. Because the Undertaker, Steve Austin, like twenty-seven minute backlash match. It, like, if I was gonna pick a worst match of the year, it might be that one. Because <laughs> I just want to highlight that one because we kept talking about how 
they have no chemistry, and that probably is their absolute worst match. Oh my god, it's I never remember so, twenty seven. So awful. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I, yeah, I was thinking between Backlash and Judgment Day because we had Hogan main events for the title, which is, to me is dumb. But I guess I'll choose Backlash because yeah, the twenty seven long minute. Yeah. No. <laughs> like that's an endurance test now. If you try to watch that one back, it's so terrible. Oh. Um, I mean, this was not a good year for Undertaker main events, honestly. Um, you know, the only one I, I would call like a really good one is the Vengeance one with the three-way with Rock and Angle. Um, is this a yeah. ladder match with Jeff Hardy on Raw? Yes, that was a really good one. That was that really was good. good. Yeah. But besides that, <laughs> um, what's and, and Undertaker Hunter from King of the Ring is also really like awful. But like that was also because Hunter could barely move. Like he had like a mm-hmm. little tear in his something or other again um okay so and or we didn't do best match any anyone got a pick for best match hello two i'm gonna go with this street fight the unsanctioned uh sean summer match yeah mine is jericho rock i really love that match from Royal rumble that match is yeah i feel like that's an underrated one that one is really good i'm definitely going with the one that won all the awards or whatever though the um edge of mysterio versus angle and benoit tag Mm. from no mercy and I also want to, like, the, the triple threat tag feud between those teams that was going on during that time, I think is maybe the best TV match feud maybe they've ever done. Yeah, it's good. Like, the amount of matches and the quality, just like, yeah, I loved it. Who do you got for MVP of O2? Anyone got an MVP pick? Ooh, Kurt Angle, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Kurt too because, um, you know, he like all that's he, he's basically the big bright spot of a lot of this stuff. And then towards the end of the year, um, you know, he really like part of that SmackDown Six stuff saved, which is like really the only stuff that carries it. And then, you know, he, at the end of the year, he like kind of steps in and as a main eventer again. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Angle also. I'm gonna go with Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that's a solid pick too. He's made a big splash right away. Yeah. All right. I want to get make sure we get through as many years as we can here, and we do a little time crunch. So, O three, um, can probably go through this pretty quick. Cause, oh wait, we didn't rate O two. Um, I give it a three because there's enough good stuff that I can't give it lower, but there's also a lot of bad. It's a very mixed bag of a year. Yeah, I think three's fair. SmackDown's a four, Raw's a two. Make it a three. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So for 03, 03 is like just really straight up terrible. Um, I actually don't think there is a lot good about this year. The, you know, it has a pretty good WrestleMania, better than the last one. Mm. Um, you know, it has a decent Royal Rumble with one really good match. But again, it has Chris Benoit in it, so your mileage may vary. Um, we had No Way Out, it was really awful. And then like a bunch of other shows in 03 are just like, you know, like that. It had some of the worst, like, big main events like Brock and um not that it's a main event but Brock and Cena at Backlash 03 is like again a really terrible WWE title match that Cena like had no business in that match yet um you know had that Triple H Kevin Nash that went on forever and had like an awful fucking Hell in a Cell match um you know the Goldberg Rock match that was like really bad um I don't know I'm just trying to go through this like there's so much bad you know the 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 only real highlight of the entire summer. I think where split split brand pay-per-view start and like you get like where Raw was like really awful at this point. So you get like one of the one of my least favorite shows ever 
that bad blood 2003 show that's just really awful um yeah i don't, I don't they just were not ready for split pay-per-views and like you know hunter goldberg wasn't any good uh, SummerSlam wasn't any good. I mean, just, Goldberg wasn't any good. Just Goldberg. Goldberg. Goldberg was really bad in WWE. Yeah, it was just a really terrible run here. And, and Scott yeah, Steiner. And Scott Steiner. Yeah, but, I mean that that Hunter Stacker match of the Rumble is like hilarious because the crowd turns on Steiner so badly. But yeah, it's really right. awful. But, yeah, That's the and Sean O'Hare. Uh, what'd you say? Sorry. And Sean O'Hare. And Sean O'Hare. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there's just so much bad this year. Like, and this is to me also where like the generic WWE style starts becoming more of a thing where like, you know, everybody kind of feels like they wrestle the same and that will be pick up even more in 04 when you get like, you know, like Luther Reigns and all these fucking guys. But 03 is a really terrible year. I mean, there's almost, there's very little that's worth watching. And most of it is like, you know, the stuff that's good lasts good for like a month. It's one that really one. terrible bikers chain matches too, by the way, they, that no, often mentioned. <laughs> Yeah. What were you gonna say, Alex? I think there's one good show for the entire year, really. <laughs> what's, what's your one good show that's I guess gonna win best show? It's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, that's my best show too. That's a yeah. really good WrestleMania. It's a very good WrestleMania. It's it, it's really weird on this this year of awful shows. Yeah. Yes. Is that? Would you agree on best show, Lawson? Or do you have yeah, WrestleMania? Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so what do we have a worse show? Because there's so much to choose from. I gave mine away already. That fucking Bad Blood show is so awful. Um, it's just really terrible. I don't know. Does anybody else have a different pick for worst show? Uh, just to be different, I'll go with Backlash. <laughs> it's also a good pick. Backlash is crap. You've yeah. got Ring Stereo and The Big Show is like your... Yeah, I guess your best work rate match is the opener with uh, Team Angle and Los Guerreros. And that was really disappointing, if I remember correctly. So. Right. Yeah, and it's not even a good match, but it's you know, it's it's the best you've got on that show, and it only goes downhill from there. Uh, finishing with Goldberg beating The Rock, and the title match is third from the top. So, yeah, it's yeah. really terrible. Um, what do you have, Lawson's worst show? Bad blood. I hate Kevin Nash. I hate every main event he's ever been in. I, I mean, know. I I like Kevin Nash as a as a human being. He's a great on Twitter and a uh, really funny guy. But yeah, this run especially is just really awful. I've never liked any of his runs. I loved, I loved him in WCW as like this funny this funny idiot or whatever. Like as a Deadpool you know, of WCW. Huh? He's the Deadpool of WCW. <laughs> like he was really funny in WCW and like. Yeah, I mean, obviously, his, his, you know, he's not a work rate guy or anything. But yeah, I mean, to me, the why this run is so awful, even if you like Kevin Nash, is he's barely Kevin Nash. Like, he has nothing, there's like nothing to him in this run. Like, he doesn't have that edge of that, you know, the comedy or like, you know, I mean, he's best as like a heel, honestly. But he was just a really bland baby face in this entire run. It just never, he was like not over at all. It just never worked. So yeah, I mean, this is this this to me is like by far the worst run of his career. Like when he comes back, if you would see him punk in like 2012, is better than this, honestly. Um, uh, I like him in TNA too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, TNA is good. I like him in TNA. His run, uh... he's, he's at least look if if he's fucking funny, it's better than this because he's not. He, the, the matches are awful, and he's not funny. So like, there's no, there's like nothing there. Like this is the worst one of his career. And I'm someone who likes Kevin Nash at, for what he 
for what he brings to the table, but like he just he doesn't bring it to the table in this run. He just doesn't do anything in this run. So, um, but yeah, like the rest of uh, what would we say worst show. Yeah, so everybody agreed on that. MVP. Anyone got an MVP for this terrible fucking year? Yeah, Kurt Angle. Um, yeah, listen, Kurt, it is so, Kurt Angle again. I, agree. I will say, I you know, opinions about him, whatever. I, I enjoyed watching Brock Lesnar throw Big Show around the first couple times. Uh, it did get old eventually, but I, I, I did enjoy watching Lesnar's freaky strong doing all his whatever his big spots. But Kurt Angle to me really brought out the best of Brock Lesnar in their three. I think they had the three match view this year, right? They had Mania, SummerSlam, and then they had the SmackDown Iron Man. Which yeah, is, which is which is really really good. Yeah, yeah, that one's like I mean it's one of the best SmackDown matches ever. So I think, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give it to Kurt Angle. Yeah, Angle. Yeah, but it's definitely Angle. Okay, uh, and rating O three gets a big fat one from me. Uh, I'll give it a two because WrestleMania was so good. Wow. Okay. I'll also go two. I, I think one show just can't make up the rest of this year, but that's fair. Um, okay, 2004. This is going to be the one I thought I'd have the hot take about because I think it's probably remembered as a pretty decent year, but I, it's not very good. <laughs> it's my, like, that's not my by big, me. <laughs> that's my big hot take. Like The Benoit stuff is probably the highlight to people, that whole three-month run of WrestleMania 20 like you know, and Backlash. Um, you know, those two triple threat matches, but like they don't hold up. And if you're if you're even able to watch Benoit, if you're not able to watch Benoit, there's like nothing there. And then SmackDown is like, this is the JBL year, which is like really awful for match quality there. And like, you know, this has the, the fucking 47 minute Hell in a Cell between Hunter and Sean, which is really terrible. Um, yeah, I, just, I don't know. Like there just isn't a lot, you know, like, a lot of stuff that I think people probably remember as being good, like the Benoit, like Benoit Hunter at Vengeance is not very good. Um, you know, Randy Orton has that one month title reign that's really stupid and bad. Um, no Mercy, which I attended in in East Rutherford, New Jersey, is like one of my least favorite shows I ever attended live, with JBL being Undertaker in a Last Drive match and like a, you know, just a really awful show. Um, and the last, like the, yeah, this is like the generic. This is like the reign of the generics with like. Luther Reigns and Mark Jindrak and all these fucking terrible guys they started calling up and it's not a good year at all. I don't, well, I don't know. The like, problem this year is so reliant on Benoit's work and um, I, you know, the more we're talking about it, it's kind of putting me off. <laughs> uh, even my mild stance on uh, watching Benoit, like I just I don't want to be around it. Um, so this man, I mean, this whole year kind of gets a write off from me because it was so reliant on him and, uh, everything surrounding his work was so bad, uh, with the exception of, I guess the intercontinental title match from, uh, backlash, the Orton and cactus Jack. Okay. I was in a very, there is a really good intercontinental title match. I think is not well remembered at all, which is edge and Orton from vengeance. That was great. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite Orton matches ever, honestly. And I'm not, you know, he like. He, to me, that's like one of his best ever. But yeah, I think that's a that's a really good one. But that one was a very exciting wrestler. Uh, might be that actually. Or, my hot, can I just say that's my best match of the year? <laughs> so, Edge and Orton from Vengeance. So, um, yeah, I thought this year was terrible. Uh, I don't. Um, 
I remember I, watching I, again. This is I, this whole theme of this podcast is I thought I'm going to have hot takes and everybody agrees with me. Like, no, it's, thought, it's worse than I remember it. Yeah, like, 04, I thought people is you know I thought 04 was like well remembered, but yeah, I, I really hate this year. I mean, I think yeah. So you know, now we know with, with hindsight with the Benoit stuff, but at the time, Benoit Eddie, the whole moment at Mania was great. Yeah, and I, I was there for that, and it was pretty. That was a it was a really fun Mania live. Right. But like again, when you're like getting emotional about Benoit winning, it doesn't really hold up as a memory now. But it, it turns out it turns out it wasn't because I discovered girls that uh, I fell out of love with wrestling in the mid two thousands. It's because it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, the first year where I stopped since I really started watching that I actually stopped watching. It was because of JBL's reign. Yeah. Uh, well, you only had access to SmackDown, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't yes. blame you. Like Raw yeah, was yeah. definitely the better brand, even you know. Yes. So like <laughs> I I would hear about Raw and it still wasn't like I thought Orton as a babyface was interesting and then it was immediately squandered. Yeah. And then this whole JBL thing, I get what they were doing. And now I know like why the stories circulated that Eddie was losing his mind or whatever and so they get the belt off him. But this whole time, I was just like, why is Eddie not the champion? What is yeah. going on? And I just hated it. I hated every JBL main event and I, yeah. I wouldn't come back until he lost the title. That was what I swore to myself. So I already gave my best match. Does anybody else have a pick for best match? I gave mine too. The oh, Bard. oh yeah, you did, right. Apparently I like street fights in the mid-2000s. <laughs> What do you think, Lawson? Was your best match? I mean, I'll take the cliche. I'll go the the Mania main event: Benoit, HBK, Triple H. Yeah, I don't. I, even at the time, like I'm, I'm not a big triple threat person. Like I really hate multi multi away matches. So like, I that, agree with you, but this was like the best one of all time. Yeah, that's fair. Um, any any picture best show? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give it to. Oh god! Like there's, it, it is fucking dire. I mean, I'm gonna give it to fucking WrestleMania. I guess it's a pretty good Mania, but like having to sit through that main event with Benoit winning is like again, definitely takes that down. You kind of got where uh, um, John Cena started to matter on that yeah. show. Yeah, that's true. Well, also, do you have a pick for best show? I'm. Lo- I was like looking at the big ones. I think SummerSlam's not. Uh, SummerSlam's alright. Yeah, SummerSlam's okay. Um, yeah, I'll go with uh, I'll go with some. Actually, no, you know what? I'll go with the Rumble because I actually like that Triple H Shawn Michaels Last Man Standing match. Really, I fucking hate that match. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have a really good match on Raw like a few weeks before that or a month before that, whatever, that sets it up. But yeah, I, like, was, I always thought that Raw match was overrated. Oh wow, I love that Raw match. Okay. Yeah. So I. Also, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that was the main thing. I liked, I liked The Last Man Standing and then the Rumble with Benoit winning. Although, you know, I guess it's soured now. But it was a good Rumble. <laughs> it, it was a good Rumble. I mean, that's, that's probably a decent pick. Mm-hmm. Um, for, worse, for worse show, there's a lot of competition. Um, I'm going to go with No Mercy just because I had to fucking sit through that live, and it was really awful. Like, nothing <laughs> from that show is worthwhile. I'll go with Great American Bash. That's my that was my next one. Honestly, that was the other one I was considering. It you ends with the Undertaker ABL murdering match and a concrete crit match. Yeah, so. it ends with Undertaker murdering his own manager for no adequately explained reason. Yeah, wait, why did he do that? Do we- I have no idea. It's never. I don't think it's ever explained. Also, it's the debut of Mordecai. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, Mordecai. Yeah, I'm definitely going Great American Bash as well. Yeah. That's I that. mean, if I didn't have to sit through No Mercy Live, I would say Great American Bash, but I really need to hate on that No Mercy just for wasting my time and my money. I had to travel to see that show. Um, okay, so rating for the years, it's a. I was really going back and forth between a one and a two, but we talked. We you guys talked me into a fucking one. I'm, I'm year, going one. This year fucking sucks. This would be a zero, but I'll go one. <laughs> um, 2005. It's not 1999. <laughs> yeah, it's still better than 99, but it fucking sucks. Uh, 2005. This is a. This is a weird year in a lot of ways. I. I think it's pretty good, uh, all things considered. You know, I'm honestly just like my memories of it are very fuzzy, which is weird. Like it's fuzzier than a lot of other years. Um, like this to me might be the first year where everything starts to run together for me, and I'm just not like paying as much attention to it or something. Yeah. But but the stuff I remember, I remember being good. Like um, the first one night stand, which I was not at, which I wish I had been at, um, was a really good show, even for someone like me who wasn't like super into ECW nostalgia. Like I went to like one show in like 1998 as a kid. So I don't, I don't really like remember it that well, but, um, but I still like one night stand Oh five. I still remember being a really good show. Uh, I had a good WrestleMania, um, really well built up Batista Hunter match. Uh, and obviously Undertaker and, uh, you know, Undertaker and Orton was good. Angle and Sean was awesome. And then that, that vengeance show is like shockingly good for a single brand show. Because you get like Sean and Angle and Batista Hunter again, and then you also get like that weird triple threat with Jericho, Cena, and Christian. So yeah, it's a, it had some really good periods, and then also has like some really boring ones too. Um, and has a, that whole that whole really weird Hogan Sean feud that you know where Sean like turned heel on him and then immediately turned back face afterwards. But like Sean as this weird heel against Hogan is like by far the my favorite thing he ever did after he came back. So, you know, I just, I love Heel Sean. I thought he was awesome there. But yeah, and then like the later part of the year, though, was just not very good. Like, Unforgiven and No Mercy is like pretty eh. And Survivor Series, again, it has a good main event, but not great otherwise. Tabby Tuesday is pretty bad. Armageddon is pretty bad, other than like a, I always thought that Undertaker Orton, Hell in a Cell match is overrated. So. I mean, I, I think there's mostly like one night stand. Okay, so you don't even like the other stuff I mentioned as being good, but not a ton. Okay, not a ton. It's fine. Like there's some. I think um, Vengeance is good. Um, yeah, really good. But I, and I think WrestleMania is pretty good. So I think there are <laughs> like three enjoyable shows through the year. Yeah, I'm a little higher up than you then. Um, I definitely think there's a lot of crap, but there's there's stuff I enjoyed. What do you What do you think, Blossom? <laughs> Was WrestleMania really that good, though, or was it newsworthy and like kind of just a swing of the? I don't know because I mean, look, you had the Money in the Bank, Undertaker, Orton, Sean and Angle, and the first ever Money in the Bank, um, Batista Hunter, which was a shockingly good match, I think. Sean yeah, and I Angle thought... was big for me. Both Sean and Angle matches were big yeah. for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I like. I think WrestleMania. Is a real... I'll defend this WrestleMania. I think it was a very good show. I kind of think WrestleMania is kind of a two-match show. I'm not Undertaker and Orton was the first match where it felt like, to me, it felt like the streak was really a thing now. Yeah, but I, I mean, it was. I don't know. It gets eclipsed like not the next year because the next year is Mark Henry, but like every other year after that, it's like every other year is so much better. So I don't know. I don't remember that one super fondly. 
Money in the Bank is really cool, and an HBK angle is clearly amazing. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think Mania was more noteworthy because of the Batista and Cena, you know, coronations than anything. Yeah, that's, I mean, I guess that's fair. That Cena match was terrible, but no, it was yeah. not, literally yeah. nothing. Happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Cena does not become like the good match, John, until like the end of the year, basically, into the end of the following year, but. Um, okay, so like, let's give best show and best match. I mean, for me, best show is Vengeance. Um, I really, I, I want it, you know, One Night Stand is close, but like the Vengeance show just has three really, really awesome matches, a shockingly good Carlito and Shelton Benjamin IC title match, and it just bl- kind of blows right through it. it. Just It's a very, like, easy to watch show and a very, like, everything, it's almost like, um, it's the closest thing to Canadian Stampede, but like all the big, there's very few matches on the show, and like all the big stuff gets a lot of time, and it's a really good match. It's just a really good show. So that's my best show. What do you have for best show, Alex? I'm gonna go with One Night Stand. Um, it was some of the most fun I've ever had watching a wrestling show. Uh, you had no idea what was gonna happen. It, uh, well, I didn't have any idea what was gonna happen. Um, and it was just fun after fun after great match after great match. And I it, I love that show. One of my favorites. Uh, what do you have, Lawson, for best show? Yeah, Vengeance is the better wrestling show, but I'll I'll take um, ECW for Atmosphere. And I'm not mm-hmm. a big ECW guy either, but, you know, you can't – Atmosphere is it's, – it's, it was genie in a bottle that night. Um, what, do you about, what about for worse, worse show? Uh, there's a pattern forming, Great American Bash. <laughs> yeah, that show really was awful every year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would go get a – well – I don't know. I guess Great American Bash. I mean, I also think, um, yeah, No Mercy is really terrible too. It's close. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the edge to Great American Bash, but it's really close. I think those are both really terrible shows. So, yeah, it's the Bash for me. Yeah. Uh, and then best match of the year to me, it's Angle Sean at Vengeance. I always, I've always thought that was the better one, and I, I think that's kind of a hot take. But English oh, that's your that's your ladder match hot take. Yeah. What do you have? Uh, I am going to go with the WrestleMania one. It's for me. It's between that and um, Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka from One Night Stand. Yeah. Um, I just remember thinking that was the most obscene thing I'd ever seen, um, but. Uh, uh, his just looking, going back and watching them, the Kurt Angle Shawn Michaels match is so much better. What do you think, Lawson? The Hogan Michaels one is the funniest match ever. <laughs> yeah, it's such, that's so good. Everyone, you should. It's it's always worth rewatching if you just want to smile. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the Mania the HBK Angle match. Okay. Um, and then MVP. To me, it's Shawn. I think when I, which is funny to me because I said earlier that I didn't like his career post when he came back, but like this is the one year I guess I can say is an exception because he has the Kurt Angle matches. He has a heel run with Hogan. That's one of the most interesting things of the entire year. And I don't know. It's just, yeah, I mean, this is by far like all my favorite stuff this year is Sean. Yeah, it's Sean, no doubt. Yeah, I, I, I'll say Sean Michaels. And I'm rating, I'm going to, I think I'm going to be higher than Alex for sure. I'm going to give it a three. Maybe that's a little charitable, but like, there's enough good stuff here, and I have enough good memories to 
not like think it's bad, but like there's still enough bad stuff here that I, don't, I wouldn't put it into like four and five territory. So I'm going to go three. Yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go with a one. No, I got to go with it too because Vengeance and One Night Stand were so good. But it's really disappointing that it was four years after the invasion and they already had to dip into the nostalgia bucket. I think that's really, really sad. Um, and when you look at it from a distance, uh, but this, I there's there's not a lot to sink your teeth into here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a two, mostly just because them making Batista and Cena the like the rise of the new era was the most interesting thing to me of this year yeah and also let's right. forget that one night stand was better than almost any actual ecw show <laughs> that's true like all of these papers are really terrible um oh six the last year we're going to talk about here um this is another like weird mixed bag of a year and that there's again there's some really cool stuff in 2006 but like to me the bad in 06 is worse than the bad in 05 in a couple different ways. First of all, the DX reunion is fucking awful and like presents like the single worst run of WWE weekly television, I think, ever. Um, as far as like close to maybe not ever because like the recent years have been really bad, but close to ever. Like all those weeks where DX was like pulling a wacky prank every week. It's like these two 40 year old men like acting like they're 10 years old. It was just so fucking stupid. And it didn't even give you like good matches either because they were feeding with the McMahons the entire time. Um, you know, like the only they finally have a good match towards the end of the year against Raid RKO at like Cyber Sunday, but like nobody remembers that. So it's like the most of the year is pretty crap, honestly. Um, you know, I was at this WrestleMania, but it's a very you know I went to Chicago for this, and it was a very middling WrestleMania. Um, you know, it wasn't awful, but just not wasn't really good either yeah. and i don't know just there's just nothing you know one night stand i was at one night stand again i wish i met the first one because the first one's so much better i mean it felt like something but in hindsight given what the ecw brand ended up being it just it's just such a fucking downer to go back and watch now and you know the ecw brand is just a fucking downer i mean yeah you, you can if you go back and watch that second um one night stand you can tell that you know, they're, they're building towards something else like that you might not have recognized watching it right away. Yeah. When it was first broadcast. And like, you know, I, I, I was also at like the first SmackDown slash ECW taping in Trenton with, was mm. that, I think it was Trenton. And like the crowd did not give a single shit immediately. They did not give a single shit about the ECW stuff. And I knew like right then it was like dead in the water. Yeah. So, you know, the moment, it just it just never was gonna work. I mean, the only good thing to come of the ECW brand to me is the big show's ECW title reign, which was like su- surprisingly really good. Like he had those that run of weekly TV matches with like Ric Flair and like all this other wacky stuff he was doing. But yeah, it just it wasn't it wasn't a good you know that what ECW was never good in 06, at least. Um, I know some people stand really hard for the like later years of ECW where it's just this weird weekly TV show. Um, I have to be honest, I've never seen any of that stuff, so I can't really tell you. Like, I was long since not watching. Yeah, same people here. say people say it's it was actually good. Um, I've seen people argue very very passionately that stuff was really good. I just was not watching. 
but the early stuff was really not very good at all. And I think Col- this year I came in for WrestleMania and one night stand and was pretty much absent from the rest of the, uh, well, then you missed, you missed some really terrible stuff like December to December, um, which I can just say right now is my pay for worst pay-per-view. I mean, just yeah, one of the worst shows of all time. Um, yeah, just, just a, like oh. 06, to, 06 to me feels a lot like 05, except the good stuff is not as good and the bad stuff is worse. <laughs> Basically the way I can say it. So can I tell you something about the DX on uh, their TV run? Uh, at the time, I liked it. And uh, <laughs> I don't really, I think why I liked it is more because it was just funny to me watching Triple H and HBK have so much fun together because I didn't really watch the initial DX run as it was happening, right? So I wasn't even really comparing it to that. And it was juvenile and terrible and stupid. But I think I just enjoyed watching two grown men just almost like in the way that, like, you know, that Step Brothers movie is kind of like, it's like just two adults just being able to be dumb all the time. Oh, I bet John hates Step Brothers. What's that? I said, I bet John hates Step Brothers. <laughs> what? I never, no, I'd never seen it. Oh, I bet John would hate Step Brothers. <laughs> Why do you say that? It's a really funny movie, that's all. Okay, so I can't like funny things? <laughs> it's just a guess, John. Don't take it personally. I'm taking it personally. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I'm not saying it was good, but I'm saying there, I, there was an appeal there, at least for me. Now, all the other stuff you said about all the... I I agree with, except I will say I enjoyed Edge being in the main events this year because it's really his first year being like an actual like he okay he was there to put over Cena but at least he was he got somewhat of a chance and that's the the thing I take away from this year the most. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it was sexist. We didn't even mention, by the way, the fucking King Booker title reign, which oh, is like God. that goes that goes on forever, and it's so bad. Yeah. Batista um, challenges him like a million times. I know. No justification for any of these rematches. <laughs> Just yeah. I mean, I gonna. Um, I think we already said best. Did we already say best show? I don't even remember. I lost no, track. No, show was ECW December to December. Oh, we did worst show. Yeah, so best right. show. Um, oh God, I don't even know. <laughs> what the fuck is the best show? Um, I I guess No Way Out oh six. It has like Angle Undertaker, which is really good, and Orton yeah. Mysterio, which is good. And I, I just, it's not a very long show anyway, so whatever. But like, yeah, this is a bad, bad year. So I don't, I just, it's not, not good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'll say No Way Out 06. That, that Angle Taker match to me was, uh, I didn't know Taker could have a match that good at the time. Yeah. So that was really cool. But yeah, you're right. This is not great. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna go with um, One Night Stand again. Um, it's just so depressing to watch now, though. <laughs> it is, it is depressing to watch, but I was watching so little wrestling at the time, and I actually did really enjoy that show when I watched it. I thought the uh, the Rob Van Dam title win kind of meant something, yeah. um, and uh, it was kind of a validation of all the things I liked in wrestling. And um, even though it was you know, Vince McMahon giving it to me clearly. Um, uh, I, I, that's also going to be my match of the year too. Okay. My, my match of the year, I guess it's that angle undertaker match. Um, I would, 
the only other thing that's even in contention for me is Cena Edge for TLC for Unforgiven. That's a really, really good match too, but I, I give the edge to Angle Undertaker. But yeah, those are the only two things in the running. Like, it's not a good year. You know, for match quality, really, those two were probably the best two. The other match that I feel like is goes unheralded was the um, Edge-Rob Van Dam title match from Vengeance, mm. I think. Like, it wasn't the main event or anything, but it was actually really good. But no uh, one remembered. I don't. Yeah, I don't even remember that one, so... Yeah, I would uh, I would recommend people go back and watch that. Though. It was really good. The, the main event of that show, by the way, folks, was a five-on-two handicap match of DX versus the Spirit Squad. Yes, it was. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch that, but watch the Edge uh, edge match. But yeah, the t- uh, Angle Taker I'll take as well for match of the year. Um, And then for MVP, I don't, I don't even know. I want to say Angle, but like he doesn't really do anything other than that Angle Undertaker match. I oh god I I guess the MVP is I mean the whole year was built around DX I guess the MVP Cena yeah because uh, he had some good stuff with Edge and uh, has some had some matches with more than one person right like yeah. he's the he's the common actor in those yeah I guess Cena I don't I just don't know what else to say at this point I mean it's a really bad year like I cannot stress that enough. The, like you're saying, the whole year is built around DX. They never really have a good match. Yeah. Um, and the weekly TV is really awful. So, you know, with that built around them, yeah, it's just a really bad year. Um, you know, I'm, I was trying to think. There was something else I was going to. Um, yeah, the Cena stuff. There's the Angle stuff. And Angle's gone. I lost my train of thought. There's something else I was going to say, but now I don't remember what it was. Oh, the Mysterio thing. We didn't even talk about Mysterio's title reign. No. won the world title and lost on SmackDown every fucking week for like three months. Yeah. And like in non title like lost to Mark Henry. He lost to the great Kali. It was like you turn on SmackDown every week, he'd be getting his fucking ass kicked. Yeah, <laughs> but like, John, those people are big and Rey Mysterio is small. It's so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> this year, if you can't tell by now, this year gets a big fat one from me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Kali match was a straight up squash, and Rey Mysterio is one of my favorite favorites of all time. So th- this really this hurt my feelings what they did to him. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, oh my MVP by the way uh, would be Edge for this year actually. Okay, that's fair too. But yeah. yeah, I mean it's slim pickings honestly, but at least Edge stirred some shit up. So, but yeah, this this year's uh, it's a one. Wow. So we what we've covered here is basically WWE fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy I discovered wrestling in 1995 and 1996, and not in 2002. <laughs> like these people that like, like poor Andrew Rich. I remember we did that episode like with him, O three through whatever, and like that was where his childhood was. Like his childhood with these years that we just trashed over and over. Again. Well, yeah, like <laughs> I, said, I saw WrestleMania X seven. I was like, oh man, it's gonna be daisies from here on out, and then. This everything happened. <laughs> I mean, and we also like ninety eight, ninety nine sucked. It's like wow, we, we really came to the conclusion that the only good years of WWE in this decade were, uh, I guess ninety six kind of, ninety seven, zero zero and zero one. Pretty much like only years we had a consensus on. I liked oh um, five more than you guys. We all hated oh three. We all hated oh four. We all hated oh six. I liked O2 because of SmackDown. O2, we were like a little mixed on, and you know, that was it. But like, yeah, there's like just so much crap in this decade. So people who think WWE is so terrible now, it is. 
<laughs> but it was also terrible back then. So there you go. I honestly think this is still the worst year they've ever had. Oh, six, really? No, 2018. No. Oh, 2018, yes. I mean, it's really terrible. Oh. Yeah, it's still the worst. Then, now, and forever. <laughs> All right, so. Um, this is also right before the TNA, thank God. <laughs> I guess we can wrap this up. Uh, you guys already plugged everything. If you want to plug one more time, your Twitters and all that. Uh, check me out on Twitter at Alex Wenland and a uh, brand new article on Voices of Wrestling about uh, the NWA's resurgence. I'm at Lost in Comedy 89. You can also uh, check out my website, lostleon.com, which I didn't plug before, but I have a comedy special up there. And uh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna, I hope we don't get like hate mail over this, but like, what are you talking about? 2003 was fucking awesome. <laughs> but I'm sure it's gonna. No, happen. it wasn't. It sucked. Uh, thank you all. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestle Omakaze. Not wrestling. Wrestling would not fit. Uh, you can catch us next week where we're gonna have the long-awaited Lucha Draft. All right. So, Lucha Libre Draft. I know we have J.R. Goldberg, Mike Spears, and uh, Skyler confirmed. All returning guests. I don't. We don't have a fourth yet. It's not going to be me, folks. I'm not going to pick Lucha fucking names. I don't know who any of these people are unless they wrestle in New Japan. So it's not going to be me. But we'll find a fourth person. Uh, until then, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>